don't know, am I allowed to? The beeps, I'm allowed to. It's a love revolution, you plum. Morning, guys. Hang on a second, it's a bank holiday. What the hell am I doing here? Oh, yeah. I forgot to book the day off like an idiot. No, you're doing this with me. Hang on a second. You're doing this with Oh, no, hang on a second. You're doing this with me. No, you're an idiot as well. Oh. And she's an idiot too. Oh, thank you. You're supposed to have booked these days of. Of? What are you doing? Get rid of the greenie. You're not, you're not giving a... Liking. You're not um, the president giving a, a press conference in 1968. <laughs> you only need one microphone for crying out loud. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah, the bank holiday show, don't you know? Coming at ya, Cleopatra. <laughs> uh, coming up in the show today, we're going to be telling you who we're voting for and who you should be voting for. Not really. Yes! And it's been a weekend of celebration. Has it? I was told. Mm. Look the other place. Mm, I had to celebrate it. So it's, and we'll continue those celebrations. How did Kate look so good? That's the question in the Daily Mail. Because fair play, she dropped a baby. Um, not literally social services. Well, she dropped a baby in the morning, right? Yeah. Eight o'clock. It was yeah. what? One o'clock? What time was it by the time she came out? I don't know, mate. Ages. Ages. I did it. No one took pictures of me. How did you look if so I'd great, know, Kate? I would have been right there with the camera cast. I would have been there with the camera, yeah. Kath, right yeah. there. Yeah. How did you look so great, Kate, asks Rebecca English. Would you like the answer? I and Sarah Rainey from the Daily Mail. Massive wads of cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. And experts. She had um, glowing skin from pot. Glowing skin from a pot, excuse yeah. me. She had a bedside blow dry. Oh. Gosh, how the other half live? <laughs> well, well, was it the other half? That's the thing. Glowing skin, bedside blow dry. She's been cussing William and Harry's hair since they were teenagers. Oh. And is responsible for Kate's luscious locks. Oh, that's weird. I wouldn't want to inherit someone's no, hairdresser. No, you'll be using our hairdresser, of course. Sorry. No wonder then that hairdresser Amanda Cook Tucker, 50, 51, Careful. was spotted entering the Lindo wing at around 1 pm on Saturday with a bag bulging with heated rollers, curling tongs, and hair products. Known as Mandy to her friends. Straight after giving birth, the mother's hair can be lank and lacklustre. Oh, oh, God. So Amanda will have used shine serum <laughs> and hairspray... Well, they don't know. She's just guessing. ..to hold Kate's loose curls in place. Along with the half-up hairdo, Kate favours for galas and red carpet. This is one of the best bits of journalism I've ever read in my life. Freelancer Amanda, who's travelled with Kate to Australia, the South Pacific and America, is paid £300 plus travel expenses for her services. So that's how the hair looked so good. Right. How did she get down the stairs without going, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. <laughs> Glowing skin from a pot. Kate does her own makeup and has developed a trademark look. Fit. <laughs> <laughs> Dark eyebrows, heavily shadowed eyes, and a dot of... <laughs> Careful. I'll be honest, Rebecca English and Sarah Rainey, you're my favourite journalists of all time. It took two of them to do this. It took two of them to wow. do this. Um, heavily shadowed eyes and a dot of pink on the apples of her cheeks oh, and lips. What they mean is blusher and lipstick. What are the apples... Kelly, what have you done, mate? What? What, what have you done? Nothing. What, what are you wiping up? 
cleaning. It's dirty in here. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> she's bored already. <laughs> she's so bored, she's <laughs> tidying up. That's not a great start, is it, Kev? No, nah, isn't it? Yeah, good, good morning, sir. Good morning. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, had I booked a spy calling me up with a secret uh, mission? Good, good morning, sir. <laughs> well, if you hadn't, may the force be with you. Thank you so much. Boy, oh boy, I, I'm not a Star it, Wars fan. Isn't it the fifth? But they've re-edited the Star Wars trailer and yeah. taken out um, uh, Han Solo and the bear... Um, BJ, they've taken out BJ and the bear and replaced it with Jar Jar Binks. Oh, I hate Jar Jar exactly, Binks! Exactly, that's the point. That's the point. Anyway, Kev, what you got for us? Do you want to pass on your royal congratulations? No, not really. Oh. But they are considerably better than Yao. They're better than Yao, Kev. Yeah, I know, but what, what can we do? I mean... We can bow down, doff our caps and never look them in the eye, Kev. Because <laughs> they'll zap we us with their laser, anyway. laser lizard eyes. Oh, anyway, yes, a wonderful. You win. You missed a wonderful breakfast on on Friday. What, what do you mean, I missed a wonderful breakfast on Friday? Yeah, I gave you an invitation when you come in past Northampton. Oh yeah. Well, well, what did you have for breakfast, Kev? What did I have? I had the full Monty Mouse. Hey, what you took your clothes off? Hey. Huh? Not not quite, but there was a sausage that people would die for. It, it, oh. Um, I get the sack for that in the other place. <laughs> you get the what? Um, so, so I no, I um, I drove all the way to uh, Birmingham straight after the show on. Uh, yeah, do Kells. Yeah, you got it right. Well, unless it's um, yeah or. Uh, yeah, no, I... Uh, well, uh, Ke Kevin, I can only apologise. Uh, I'm sure you won't mind if the three of us pop round straight after the show today. Oh, I'm busy. Uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm, uh, I'm also part of the Idiots Club today. Oh, the Idiots Club. But th that's what we're going to call it, the Idiots Club. If you're a member of the Idiots Club, a.k.a. working on a bank holiday, oh, yeah, eight, day off. 459-455-5555. Oh. <laughs> it might well, be quite too many. You can never dial too many numbers in a phone number. That's the, the... It just stops listening after a while, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. It? The phone stops listening. <laughs> Kev, thanks for calling. No problem. Love you. Dennis. Good morning. Hey, we're getting them all out of the way early. I'm very sorry that you forgot to book a day off. Just wait till you retire. You never get a damn day off. Uh, what do you mean? You, you never do anything, Dennis. Well, that's right. So I never get a day off. I'm retired. Oh, oh I see. I haven't got the pleasure of saying I haven't been a day off. I um, got up really late today. And, Kath, I forgot to remind you that we should get up really late today because there's no prep for the show. I got up a, a bit later, but I just can't do really late. My alarm normally goes off at 3.56. I didn't wake up until 4.30 this morning, guys. 4.30. And even then I lay in bed a bit, checking my emails. Gosh. Oh, you do it. Busy life, I don't know. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it, Den? Hey, isn't it, Den? Busy life. Hey, you excited about the royal baby? Uh, well, all right. It's another little one in the world. It's I love, I love babes. It's beautiful. Well, I love you I too, babes. It's, it's another little life coming into the world. Exactly. And, it's, not and it's not the parents you worry about. No. It's a babe. And it's more important than any other baby that was born yesterday. No, it was Yes, no. it is, mate. Yes, it is, mate. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. By the time he hey. comes of age, it won't have any royal. Wouldn't it be great? Right, this is okay. This is this is this could have happened. Right, that in the hospital, yes, in the exclusive private hospital, right, that they mix the babes up. They mix the babes up, and it's it's a pauper. They've taken a pauper's babe. Uh, for some reason, there was a pauper in there. I don't know how a pauper would get in an, in an exclusive... But it was a good-looking one. It was a good-looking pauper, was in there, the babes got mixed up, and we won't know until 23 years hence. And then they're going to fight. 
Oh. Well, Dennis, thanks for calling. Good morning, and the best of luck to you. <laughs> you know it, Dennis! been listening to a, a Randy Crawford album for the first time ever. Of course, that's the, the, the voice of the uh, the Toy Story song. Right. Is it Randy Crawford a woman? Randy Crawford. Yeah. Oh, no, not Randy Crawford. Hang on a second, hang on. So I've been listening to Randy Newman. Oh. Um, over the weekend. Because um, I've always wanted to like Randy Newman. I know short people, that's the hit. And obviously the Toy Story song. Which is the same as that one. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Is I've got So it's Randy Newman's greatest hits, right? And it's, it's a brilliant record. It's brilliant. I might even play another song later on, because they're brilliant. He wrote... Um, he wrote... Um, he wrote uh, Mama Told Me Not To Come. Did he? Yeah. And he wrote I Think It's Gonna Rain Today. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, they're both good songs. But whenever... All of his songs sound... Ex- he's been recording the same song for 50 years. But is it like my guitar playing, where it's all the same like chords but I just sing different things over the top he, I don't know but he has been recording the same song for 50 years in the same way and I, and I, I like the song in the same way Van Morrison has mm-hmm. forget Van Morrison back in the 60s when, when he was with them and Gloria and all of that every Van Morrison solo album sounds exactly the same and it's a great sound I'm not knocking it he's got a formula stick with it 
But, you know, you've got to accept. And someone... Here we go. This is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. Kels, you can have a bit of this. You can have a bit of this. By the way, you're on the radio later on today, aren't you? Yes. We'll talk about that later, when Thanks. people are actually listening. For another time. Um, but uh, uh, bands that just sound the, the same all of the time. Coldplay. Coldplay. Start out quiet, end up loud. Yep. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Thank you very oh, much yes. indeed. Thank you. That's exactly where I was going. And I like the sound of the Red Hot Chilies, mm. that kind of funky rock. Yeah. Funk rock, I'm going to call it. Be careful how you do that. Um, but it's the same sound. Mm. It's their the same sound. Is, is their single. You're very quiet. Hello. That's better. I tell you, you're just speaking quietly and not near the microphone. Th- those two things corrected. We got you back in the room. Oh eight four five nine. You can call about anything. Do you know what I mean? We're just going to go through the papers. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. The bands where all of their songs sound the same. So how did Kate look so good? We can we can find out more. She had glowing skin from a pot. During um, um, pregnancy, her beauty routine has changed little. Guess Rebecca English and Sarah Rainey. Because they don't know. They don't know. She's they not don't know. But she earned plaudits for her glowing skin, which looked fresher. And here's a phrase I'd never heard used to describe women's skin. Dewier. Oh, no, dewy's the look. Dewier <laughs> than ever as she left the Lindo wing on Saturday. After <laughs> Dewey is just kind of the right side of sweaty. Dewey's a name as well, isn't it? Yeah. After Prince George's birth, she's said to have turned to beauty favourite Bobby Brown. Not that one! <laughs> <laughs> we don't like that one! Killed Whitney! Not literally. For the brand's £40 brightening finishing powder, everyone rushes down to boots. An iridescent powder in shades of taupe? Is that a word? Is taupe... taupe? Taupe? Taupe. I'm th- oh, so I've been saying it wrong this time. No, but I'm probably saying it wrong. It's Bernie Taupin. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew I was going to say that, and I was making myself laugh, thinking, this is a good one. This is, I know what's coming up, and it's a good one. Fair play. It was, I've read the it script. Was, it was excellent. She also owes her post-pregnancy sparkle to Bobby Brown. Not that one! £28 eye cream, £23 concealer, £15.50 eyebrow powder, brackets, to darken and thicken her brows. Mm -hmm. Kate has confessed she worries about bags under her eyes and sleep will be at a premium with a newborn baby and a 20-month-old toddler. Uh, Not for them! (laughs) Not for them! No, exactly. She's got help. They're not going to have the Moses basket next to the bed. (laughs) Sticking your hand in just to make sure they're still breathing. I'm going to go and sleep in the spare room, love. You sort it out. I'm working tomorrow. Oh, he never woke up. I'm flying a helicopter tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, No doubt she'll be reaching for specialist Deborah Mitchell's Bee Venom face cream. No doubt, or guessing again. Hop, good morning, Horace. Uh, good morning, Ian. What you got for us, Hor? Status quo. Uh, now, now, do you mean the band? Do you mean the song from uh, High School Musical 1? Or are you just talking about the vibe? Uh, all, all three. Excellent. Hey. All three. It's multi-layered. What about it, Horace? You're going to have to give me a little bit more here, fella. Well, it's basically about more, more about the band because you just asked for bands that sound... Oh! I've I been see- to a, a status quo concert and um, everybody's jumping up and down for yeah. every record because they all sound the same. You're right, the status quo have managed to keep, and this is the irony, the status quo throughout all of their records. Although there are... Yeah, they, they, they were kind of quite good in the 60s and then they... they, they yes, they're the same band. They make a joke of that, don't they, themselves? What did they call it, the the last tour? It's like three chords or something. Uh, I've seen Status Quo in concerts, 
and, um, you know, for the first hour and a half, it was quite good fun, and then it dragged on and on. They made a film, didn't they, Horace? I believe so, yeah. Quite recently. They made a film about three years ago, which, do you know what? I'm going to download legally today and watch. I like bands in films. I do love bands yeah, in films. So do I. Elastic bands, especially. Horace, thanks very much for calling. Kels, could you do us a favour? Of course, my love. I know we're playing records today, yes. but I do love High School Musical 1. Mm. Honestly, have you seen it, Catherine? Yeah, I'm Did aware. your girls like it? The girl, it was too, too old for them. They, I watched it by myself. Oh, God. I, I, you talk, I talk about crying at watching the Big Bird movie, Follow That Bird. It's, a big, it's brilliant. There's a brilliant bit in it, Kells, where Big Bird, he goes from um, Sesame Street in New York to L.A. to see his family. He gets kidnapped by a circus and they paint him purple, right? And so all the other Sesame Street characters are trying to find him and they're walking past this big purple bird and this big bird, and he goes, me! It's me! Going, I'm sorry, we're looking for a big yellow bird. We have no idea who you are. They didn't recognise him. Oh, no. It's quite an interesting um, take on race. What song do you want? Uh, from High School Musical 1, Stick to the Status Quo. Yeah, got it's it. such a good song. I don't remember that one. Oh, oh it's a good song, and it, the, that film made me cry like a baby. I was in floods of tears. Breaking free. There's no, mate. She's just typed on my screen, and he swears. You never know with these kids now. It's from what? a High School Musical. You never know. What happens after Check. the filming is completely. Yeah, different. Zac Efron Whoa. and all the others. Oh, wait, 459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. And uh, it's just one of those kind of shows. Right, you know they say God loves a trier? I think sometimes you should stop trying. <clears throat> Marry me, please. 3,600. Oh, this fella. This is pathetic. He needs to take a hint. This is pathetic. A romantic, or some would say desperate, age 95, has asked his fiance, <laughs> she's not his fiance, to marry him almost every day for the last 10 years. Great-granddad Malcolm Finlayson's been turned down over 3,600 times by widow Jeanette Wilson, 77. How old is he? He's uh, 95. Oh, that's disgusting. She, he's like 23 years older than her. Disgusting. That's why she's got doubts, I think. Imagine if a 23-year-old asked a baby to marry it. You think that's normal? Well, that's exactly the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's exactly the same thing. It's out of order. Imagine if a 23-year-old went up to this baby now and said, would you, would you do me the great honour of... Get out of here! That is weird. You're <laughs> weird. They met at swimming and she accepted a <laughs> ring soon after. <laughs> so he'd seen the goods. She'd seen her in a, his ring the soon swimming? after. <laughs> but has since got cold feet. She well, says, get out of that little bit that cleans the feet and get straight in the pool. <laughs> she says, I love him, but perhaps I'm too old to wed again. Malcolm, a former Wellington bomber engineer from Falkirk, won't give up. He keeps fit. So he can go down on bended knee daily and says, I'm a man on a mission. <laughs> I'm a man on a mission. You're going to marry me. Well, that isn't that dumb. She's told him no. Why wouldn't he take the hint? No. And listen, guys, no means no. This is High School Musical. It's National High School Musical today, and this is how we're celebrating it. Tell his secret, then I can tell mine. I, I think. What? 
I love to bake, strudel, scones, even apple pandowdy. Not another sound. Someday I hope to make the perfect creme brulee. Come on, guys. I know Kelly hated that, 
but I'm going to find out just to confirm. Yeah, I'm just going to confirm. My theory is Kelly would have hated that, but we're going to go live to the laboratory now to find out the exact results. Kelly. I hated it! There we go, you see. My theory held true. I love that song so much. I love it. Oh, I'm going to watch... What did I say I was going to... What else did I say I was going to watch? Big Bird. I really hated that. Big Bird. And um, the very first high school... I don't care about two and three... The no. first one. I love the first one. Kels, come around and watch High School Musical with me. That wouldn't be weird. My wife's... Who's this? It's Kelly. I work with her. Right. What, what you brought her home for? We're going to watch High School Musical. Mm. That's normal. A manicure fit for a duchess. We're finding out how she looked so good after um, uh, dropping the baby. <clears throat> Short, square and neatly finished with a... Cl- as a close-up of her fingers. With n- not, a, not a hint of uh, blood or, or, or anything else under well, them. Wow. That doesn't, it doesn't say that in the paper, does it? No. The Duchess's nails were immaculate as she gently adjusted her daughter's knitted shawl outside the hospital. The engagement ring that first belonged to Princess Diana. Sparkling in the sunlight. Her nails haven't always been her finest feature. Her finest feature has been her sister's bum. <laughs> Is she a nibbler? Is that what they're trying to say? Sorry. In December, five months into her pregnancy, she was spotted with ragged, dry nails. (laughs) By who? Some nosy... Suggesting she hadn't been looking after them as well as she should. Or maybe she's got better things to do. On Saturday, they look perfect. She has manicurist Marina Sandoval, who works on a freelance basis and at the Nicky Clark Salon in Mayfair, to thank for that. Marina has been doing the Duchess's nails for five years. She must be tired! (laughs) Attending to her at Kensington Palace, her hand soak, massage, and manicure treatment using natural oils from South America leaves Kate feeling utterly relaxed. How do they know how it makes her feel? She will have had her nails done as recently as last week to ensure they look pristine for the birth. For the birth! Because tell me, Catherine, you've dropped two. Um, how worried were you about your fingernails when you were pushing them out? Well, no, not at that point, but I must say on the morning when I was in labour with my second, I was delaying going to the hospital, so I did do my nails. Hey! But I don't think she was doing that. I don't think she was walking around grabbing hold of the furniture and going, oh, just uh, a bit longer. Kate's pregnancy nails have been understated too, ranging from beige to nude. (laughs) Ever practical, she knows a natural shade is best for a mother of two. (laughs) More mind reading. (laughs) So when can I stop painting my nails beige? Leg lengthening nude heels. That's, but strangely, uh, was my nickname at school. <laughs> Choosing a dress that skirted the knee drew attention from the post-childbirth waistline by showing Kate's perfect pins. Gosh. Her shoes, 360-pound Jimmy Choo Gilbert nude heels she has debuted previously, are subtly leg lengthening to ward off the spring chill. What? what? And to ensure her skin tone matched her beautifully bronzed face. Well, what? Kate wore seven denier nude non-slip tights, five pounds from John Lewis. <laughs> from John Lewis's barely there range. Non-slip. Uh, and the final, uh, uh, the final tip for uh, mums, and we've got, I think we've got travel in a minute. I'm never quite sure how we work on it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm never quite sure how it works on a bank holiday. Um, well, let's assume we have. Uh, the bespoke dress to hide the bump. What better way to disguise what was left of her baby bump than the bespoke silk shift 
dress from Jenny Packham with its sunny buttercup design. Packham was also designer of choice when Kate left hospital with Prince George two years ago. On Saturday, the Duchess's PA, Natasha Archer, the calm, reliable blonde in charge of helping Kate day-to-day with everything from supermarket shops to online clothes orders. She needs help with supermarket shops and online clothes order. Was on hand to make sure the outfit, which would have cost in the region of two and a half grand, was spotless and crease-free. Um. Natasha, a privately educated graduate in Hispanic style... I think we're getting to the, the crux of how she looks so good. It's all down to Natasha. A privately educated graduate in Hispanic studies at Ugh. King's College London... Ugh, Hispanic studies. Uh, um, ..is rumoured to be the reason Kate... Oh, dear. Go on. Rebecca English, you do not live up to your name. Let me read this sentence, and by or by, there's so much wrong with this sentence. What's primarily wrong is it takes up a paragraph. See if you can spot the other mistake, Rebecca English. Natasha, this is all one sentence. Natasha, a privately educated graduate in Hispanic studies at King's College London, who's worked with the royal household since 2007, is rumoured to be the reason Kate Y finally rid her wardrobe of her beloved wedges in favour of high-heeled pumps. End of sentence. Oh, Rebecca. Is, is rumoured to be the reason Kate Y finally rid her... W- but whispers that she's Kate's diet list are categorically untrue, even if her input will have been sought on Saturday. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. So that's how that works. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Clockwise, M25, one lane shut following an accident. Junction 26 to 27, Waltham Abbey through towards the M11. The inside lane currently shut elsewhere. Looking really good. Public transport issue free. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the headlines, I'm Louise Parry. MK Dons have been promoted to the championship after winning 5-1 against Yeovil at Stadium MK yesterday. Preston were beaten 1-0 at Colchester, meaning the Dons were able to snatch second place on the final day of the season. Police in Dallas have killed two men who shot at a security officer outside a building that was hosting a competition for drawings of the Muslim prophet Mohammed. Police say the men drove up to the community centre and opened fire. The main political parties are returning to their key election themes today, with just three days of campaigning left. The Conservatives are expected to promise lower tax rates for millions. Labour will focus on what they see as the Tory threat to the NHS, while the Liberal Democrats will say millions of pounds in fines from Deutsche Bank would be spent on health services. And thousands of runners will take place take part in the MK Marathon, which starts this morning. It begins at 10 o'clock and ends at Stadium MK. You can follow all the action here on BBC Three Counties Radio. And the weather, dry and warm today with light winds and a high of 18 Celsius. That's 64 Fahrenheit, but it's going to turn wet and windy this evening. Those are the headlines as a full bulletin at 7. Across beds, parts and bugs. Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Observe the blood, the rose tattoo of the fingerprint on you from you. 
Other evidence has shown that you and I are still alone. We skirt around the danger zone and don't talk about it. Our man who watches from the wall, her mocking smile says it all as she records the rise and fall of every soldier passing. But the only soldier now is me. I'm fighting things I cannot see. I think it's called my destiny. shop with a sawdust dream don't give away the goods too soon is what she might have told me and i tried so hard to resist when you help me in your handsome fist and reminded me of the night we kissed and of why i should be leaving our man who watches from the wall her mocking smile says it all she records the rise and fall of every soldier passing but the only soldier now is me i'm fighting things i cannot see kind of 80s vibe today, I think, because well, all of the records we've nicked downstairs have... No, uh, liberated, liberated. And by the way, I'm going to go downstairs after the show and liberate a few more records. You coming? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, hey, you're the girl... Um, uh, um, uh, Kelly. Yes, that's the, the, the fella. You're, we'll talk about it after seven, because there's no one listening now, and I don't want to... I'm going to give you one opportunity to plug your show this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there's no point in wasting it now, because no one's listening. No. So we might. Oh, have, was that the chair? That was. I'm not sure. So we'll we'll wait after seven. Okay. You can plug it. Thank you. What did you do yesterday? It's in Bournemouth. Zimbabwe. It's in Bournemouth. Zimbabwe. <laughs> why are we Zimbabwe? Why Why are you asking me? I'm just. Ki- 
just conversation, wow. mate. Hey. Oh, okay. What was you, what uh, were you doing in uh, Borney? Just went to see a friend. There's loads of us. Hey. Up there Friday, come pa- back yesterday. Weekend, <gasps> weekend party. My sick insect had a baby. Uh, so I say a baby. Uh, nine. Sorry, nine baby. My sick, e- sick insects. We cleaned out. I was going to ask you about the sick insects. You've been very quiet about them. Yeah. And I'm the one. I take responsibility for changing the the stalks and putting new stalks yeah. in. Right. That's my responsibility. My wife did the other day, and I went. Oh, there's still five in there. She went. No, there's four. <gasps> I went. No, no, no. She said, no. There was four in there. I said. No, there were five. She said. No, there was four. I counted them. I said. Right. Where did you put the old sticks? We had to go out in the garden, look through it. They weren't there. And I was really upset. Then I, she'd miscounted. The five were still in there. Oh, yeah. We've not had any babies yet. How big yet. are they now? They're about that big now. And they very green. Yeah, they vary. Yeah. If we don't spray them, they go kind of like... They go the colour of the leaves. Yeah. So if you're not changing your leaves... They're good, they're man. Good. I love them. I'm the only one that loves them. Then I got a phone call from my boy on Saturday. We're off to buy some chickens. What? I said, sorry... We're off to buy some chickens. Is that all right? Is that all right? Well... Hang on, the boys asked you. I nice said, move. And I then did I then did the strop I would do with my mum or a grown-up. I went, oh, OK, right, fine. Well, it's been decided, has it? Then I heard him going, yeah, Daddy says it's all right. <laughs> you look, I, said, I said, well, if you've decided to buy chickens... And then I come back, right, and they've not bought chickens. They bought and, a chicken? No, my boy says, so um, we're off to buy a crab. Oh, I said, what? He said, we're going to go and buy a crab. And I caused a furore in my house by... Because all this nonsense of the crab was going on for ages. And I said, right, my card's on the table, right? I think buying a crab is one of the worst... ideas. I'm saying this basically to my wife, but I'm, I'm just throwing it out in the, in the universe. Buying a crab is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. And my wife says, well, why? I said, because what... Well, she was serious. They were going to buy a pet crab. But what for? And, and I said, what's a crab going to do? Pinch you, that's what it's going to do. And she said, well, what are stick insects going to do? Oh, good point. Fair play, fair, fair play, play, fair play. And I said, right, well, I am having nothing to do with this crab. I'm not paying for it. I'm not looking after it. I'm not going to look at it. Nothing to do with me. They went off to buy the crab. They came back. My boy was upset. I said, what's wrong? We didn't buy the crab. No crabs. Why not? Well, they buy it and they're really difficult to look after. And I, inside, I'm going, yes. And I went, do you know what? And I was the bigger man. I was bigger than a five-year-old. I went, do you know what, son? You know I wasn't happy about getting that crab, but I'm really sorry that you didn't get what you wanted. The bigger and, man. And then you say, get used to that. Get used to it. That's life, mate. That's life. You want to get used to that, mate, because that's life. That's what happens. That's how it works. My kids want a puppy. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. They stink. Yeah, we've uh, we've got we've got a rabbit that I look after. We've got a cat that's mine, and I think Velvet's on her way out. Oh. She's s- 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 sixteen years old. Here's this is right. This is a genuine question for cat lovers and vets. Vets assistants. Cats sneezing a lot, really violent sneezes to the point where you're covered in snot. Right, you're covered in spray. It's not cat flu, is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I, I daren't Google it, because it would be awful. My cat, sneezing a lot. The last couple of days, is she dying? 08459 555. Listen, and I know and she's re- she's getting really thin now. I've just noticed the last few months she's getting thin. She's 16 years old. I have, I've had her for 14 years. I, there's not much time left. Mm-hmm. And I want to know whether I should start making a fuss of her, or I can, I've got a few more years to push her off the bed and swear at her. Yeah. 
Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five cat sneezes. When she eventually Call goes, you can get yourself a crab. <laughs> Flipping crab! <laughs> what kind of stupid pet is that? I mean, I mean, there are pets that don't give you any affection, and then there are crabs. Crabs! This is our pet crab. Oh, jog on! Where were they going to keep it in the bath? Oh, I don't know, mate. I didn't. I didn't get that involved in that conversation. Is it going to be one of those big flat ones or the cool ones in the shell? I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't want to get involved in that conversation. Either way, I mean, they're not attractive, are they? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the phone number. So it's... did you get a crab? I missed that. No, we no, didn't get they... a crab in the end because the, the they shops... were advised against it. It bites and they're really hard to look after. Yeah. And Daddy hates it and would have would have eaten it. What are they going to get instead? I, oh oh mate, gosh! Don't. Oh no! Now he's got. Now we've got. A, we've got a little um, like pot or something, and he goes and catches like bugs and stuff from a stream. And we keep those. I'm not bothered about that. They don't bite. They so don't much. Bite. You're letting the papes while I'm trying to cure. Well, yeah. Right. There's this story that sounds hilarious, but it actually isn't. Yay! Thanks for the warning. A man who's been pe- has been paid more than three hundred and forty thousand pounds in compensation after a public toilet collapsed while he was sitting. <laughs> Oh. The unnamed disabled man slipped off and fell as a toilet bowl broke beneath him. (laughs) Details of how the accident happened were still unclear last night, including Mm. whether he was seriously hurt. So let's just reserve a little bit of... I'm imagining he was for 340 grand. However, the broken loo in the seaside town of St Anne's near Blackpool has cost filed field council a whopping (sighs) £340,000. Damages to the man who was disabled before the accident in uh, in 2013, oh, and it took him eight years of legal wrangling. Well, good f- good for him. Ever fallen off the toilet, of course. Oof, or hey, fallen down my it. Friend sent me the best text ever. Right, Mackenzie sent me this. I, I love this. I'm not replied to it. Cause I I just don't know a reply to it. His daughter, I'm guessing, is six now. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. My daughter just asked. <laughs> this is such a good question. My daughter just asked, did Elvis Presley get to do his wee before he died on the toilet? (laughs) (laughs) And we don't know. Yes. Are you sure? Doesn't it all fall out anyway? You do, you do. And I don't want to. Not on a bank holiday. Not No, there is a thing called the death poo. I've turned your microphone off. That is true. The death poo is true. I'm sorry, guys. This is why, and this is this is genuine. You do. All of your muscles um, um, release and relax. Mm. You do a death poo. That's a fact. That's a fact. You can't even have a go at me for that. You can complain, but Ofcom will just bat it back at you going, well, he's just talking fact, not fiction. Um, and this is why they should have death lessons at school. Because mm. I only found out about the death poo about six years ago. How? The hard way. So... Let's they, play, so let's... They should... Anyway, tomorrow, tomorrow, remind me tomorrow at 6.45, we've got, we're phoning up Hollywood, California... We got the guy that wrote this song. It's coming on the show tomorrow. Oh. Oh, yes.
who wrote that, The Monkey's Theme, I'm Not Your Stepping Stone, Last Train to Clarksville, loads of other stuff, coming on this show tomorrow, direct from Los Angeles, California. You sure it's tomorrow? Yeah, well, yes, because I'm not dealing with an old stoner. (laughs) A, he's straight in terms of drugs, uh, and B, I've been dealing with a very efficient young assistant who double-checked my my time differences for me. Splendid. So uh, he is coming on tomorrow. Excitement! The weather with Kate and Bucks Weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning, and as far as bank holiday Mondays go, today isn't too bad at all. Fine, dry and sunny weather. Now, we have a bit of cloud around at first this morning for parts of Buckinghamshire, perhaps, uh, but most places are already starting to see maybe a glimmer of hope. The cloud is going to move eastward, so we'll all get it eventually, but behind it, we're seeing the sunshine already, and it's blue sky, sunshine sort of day, really. bit more cloud this afternoon, but it's high cloud. It's pushing up from the south, so it's going to turn the sunshine a little hazier, but it is going to stay dry, and the temperature is going to rise. It's a really pleasant afternoon, actually. We're looking at a maximum of around 18 Celsius. Now, this evening, things change a little. This cloud continues to increase and move northwards. As it does so, it brings the rain. It pushes north. We've got some quite heavy rain mixed in there. Minimum temperature, though, really mild night, 10 Celsius, but it is going to be wet and it is going to be windy. The breeze really picking up overnight tonight. Really blustery day for tomorrow. Some sunny spells, though, throughout. Cloudy start and then some sunny spells. Still one or two showers but the breeze is the thing we're watching. It's quite a strong southwesterly. Maximum temperature for Tuesday, 17 Celsius. And that's your forecast. The general election on the BBC. I can't remember an election as unpredictable and therefore as exciting as this one. And on Thursday night, we'll be bringing you the results from across the country as they come in. We'll be analysing the developing trends and finding out what it's all likely to mean for the future of the United Kingdom. Election 2015 on the BBC, making it clear. Thursday night from 5 to 10 on BBC One and BBC One HD and online at BBC Election Live.
Eso. Catherine Boyle, Kelly Betts here on a bank holiday because we forgot to book it off. Well, it turns out I didn't have to come in. No one, no one tells me that it's a bank holiday. Guys, for goodness sakes, management, why don't you tell me it's a bank holiday? They should put it out there for, you know, stuff. Andy, did you know it was a bank holiday? Of course, Ian. Oh, OK. By the way, that song uh, was produced, I think, by uh, the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I, susp- I think I may have even heard the guitar being played in there at some point. Uh, Andy, what you got for us? Ian. Um, yep. Hello? There was a... What? This is awkward. Are you, are, you, are you in Los Angeles? Are we on, like, a satellite delay system? No. Good. <clears throat> there was an item on um, Jonathan Vernon Smith's programme, oh, yeah. which I thought you could bring a theme for. I don't know whether you heard it, but it was ever so funny. Um, this consumer phoned up oh, yeah. saying that she'd bought a dodgy car from a dealer. Yeah. And it had scratches all over it. Oh, yeah. So as part of the compensation, he said to her, you can have a meal for two on me. Now... I'd rather have it on a plate. This, this comes to the point. Oh. How much do you think she spent on a meal for two? What? Hang on a minute. I'm, Catherine, are you following this? Um, I, I think How much do you... guessing. Uh, 20 quid. Th- th- uh, well, if, if, if it's on the fella, yeah. um, uh, you, you go all out, 40 quid. Right. £700. Oh! What yeah. did she eat? Gold? Sweet she potatoes. Went to a, Michelin, a Michelin two-star restaurant in Covent Garden. <sighs> Beautiful. And spent 700 Now, this is where we get the point. I thought one of the points you could raise is what is the most expensive meal for two that you've ever had? I once bought... I've said this before, and I'm embarrassed to say this. Back in the dark days, I was showing off. I was on an an island. I was earning a lot of money at the time. I was doing telly. I bought a bottle of wine for $400. Yeah, 1964, bottle of wine, $400, and it wasn't that nice. It was a bit. It was a bit cloudy. It was horrible, actually. Yeah. And I was, as I was drinking, I was thinking, yeah, I am the man. <laughs> and now I look back and think, I was a twid. <laughs> well, what's the most expensive meal you've ever had, Andy? And I mean, I don't know how much a KFC bargain bucket goes for these days. <laughs> well, I would think it would be about two hundred pounds. Oh. Well, how many, pe- how many people were eating? Two. I once went to the, um, I've lived a charmed life, Andy. I went to the windows of the world at the World Trade Centre where um, they sent me back downstairs because I was wearing trainers. I had to go and buy some shoes. Mm -hmm. Then they said, well, you're not wearing a jacket. I said, why don't you tell me that? So they gave me one of their jackets to wear. And um, it was really expensive. The food wasn't very nice. Not saying, you know, what happened afterwards is, you know, but it was, you know, the food wasn't very nice. Uh, And I don't know much. that, That cost a few hundred dollars, I think. 200 quid, where did you go, Andy? Can I say the name? We sure, why not? It's the Blue Elephant in uh, in Knightsbridge in London. Oh, in London it's a prices. It's restaurant. L- London Time. prices, isn't it? 
It's really nice, though. Well, it's nice. You would hope so for two hundred pounds. That includes wine. Oh. Oh. Well. Cheapskate, eh? In that case. <laughs> well, did the, well, hang on a minute. Um, let's go back to this Jonathan Vernon Smith yeah, fella. Yeah. Did the did the car company pay for the meal then? No. You oh. see, that was the point. Oh. She phoned up because the boss of the car company only offered two hundred and fifty. Right. And she was saying he was a cheapskate. Well. And Jonathan was absolutely collapsed in the in the uh, in the studio. He does sometimes. I mean. You should play it back. Nah. It's really funny, actually. Andy, thank you very much indeed. Jonathan's not on today, is he? He, he knew it was a bank holiday. Yeah. He's wise to it. He'll be getting his luxury barbecue out. I, I'm honing in on who I'm going to vote for, OK? Oh. I'm honing in. I can't remember who I voted for. It's between two. It's between three if I'm really tired. Generally, it's between two. And then I texted my mate Scott and told him which two. And he said, if you vote for one of them, you're an idiot. I said, right, it's probably going to be that one then. Right. Right. You're taking might, guidance from Scott. I might change my mind. Nigel Farage was forced into an embarrassing U-turn yesterday after threatening to act strictly come dancing. Oh, hang on. hang on. The election suddenly got interesting with people talking about issues that I do care about. The UKIP leader <laughs> told Andrew Marr the BBC should not be making entertainment shows... I kind of agree with him. I don't think the BBC should be chasing ratings, which is lucky for us, Catherine. <laughs> but he changed his mind after Lib Dem boss Nick Clegg, a Strictly fan, urged voters, urged voters to ditch UKIP over the plan. This is what we've got to. Nigel, well, yes, I would if I was Prime Minister, I'd, I would... Uh, that's not bad, is it? If I was Prime Minister, I'd, I would... You've got to do an impression of all of them now, though. Oh, you know flippin' heck. All of my impressions can be found by going on to Google. If I was Prime Minister, I would ditch uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Polish dancers. <laughs> Mr. Farage had told Mr. Ma, the BBC is a global brand. Is, I can't do it for too long. It's very, very important, but far too big. I don't think it needs to do entertainment. Asked if he meant an end to popular tea time shows, he said yes. Farage wants to get rid of Strictly Come Dancing, guys. Gosh. Can you handle it? Beyonce, can you handle it? The other two, can you handle it? <laughs> Turns out they couldn't. They couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. What you got? Talking of the other two... By the way, 08459 455 555. Chip in any time you want. Thank God I'm not out there now, but uh, dating online seems to be the way forward these days. Oh, you know. Grinder! I got the high score at Grinder the other day. Yeah? Oh. Um, 69. Wow. I think that's as high as it goes. People remember the scene in When Harry Met Sally when, desperate to inject some excitement into their love lives, Harry and Sally go on a double date. I bet that film looks so dated I now. I loved it at the time, uh, but I bet, like that and Beaches, I bet they're her, so dated. Her trousers are extraordinary in that film. I don't remember her they trousers. They are massive. <laughs> they're massive. I don't remember her trousers. And she wears hats, and it's, yeah, right. yeah it's, That's not what, what, it's the, slightly yellow. The hats aren't what's going to date it, it's Billy Crystal. Oh, but he was sweet. I really liked him in that. Anyway, they're going on a double date. Do you remember? When it all goes wrong, the plus side is they can go home together instead of miserably alone. Right. Yeah, because the people they're dating go off together, don't they, and end up getting I married. I don't remember oh, it. Brilliant. All I remember is the bit where she um, has one in the ca in the cafe, doesn't she? She's not really, though. She's just doing No, she's pretending to have doing, one. Just she's doing, an actress. It's a job. She's just doing a voice. Yeah. Double, the UK's first double dating app, has adopted a similar theory. It oh. works in the same way as the Tinder app. Oh. Don't know if they do it on Grindr yet. I'm sure they will. Swipe, selling swipe, it's... swipe, have. <laughs> need it, need it, need it, got it, got <laughs> it. 
selling itself as a safer and less awkward version because it's users create a joint profile with a friend to go out together. Oh, yeah, that's not weird, that's, is it? Nah. Well, because you're also you're always going to choose your ugly friend, or your ugly friend is going to choose someone. Good. You know, you've got to play this. It's like the bridesmaid selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think if we have enough material for uh, all of you. Doubles creators claim it's been downloaded eight thousand times a week since its launch two months ago. Gosh, that's a lot of downloads. Double dates. Call me now. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Clockwise, M25, one lane shut following an accident, 26 to 27 Waltham Abbey through towards the M11. The inside lane shut at the end of the Bell Common Tunnel. Old traffic was held for a while, but looking at the cameras now, not looking too bad. Public transport is OK. They might be running a reduced time table because it's the bank holiday, though. Justin Peterson, BBC, Three Counties Radio. much so we're just gonna you know we're down the rabbit hole all morning guys uh, so we're just gonna play records and look through the papers and whatever if you want to join in 08459 455 555 oh i went to i went to beckenscott model village yesterday mm. right and i don't understand the fascination with tiny things steady I mean, I'm fascinated by Kelly, obviously, but I don't understand the fascination with it. People like feeling massive. It's a strange... Well, I, I do pretty much every day of my life. It's a strange phenomenon. Phenomenon. But I don't quite get... And it was it was really... And it's 30 quid for the four of us to get in. Then you've got to pay a quid per person to go on the miniature railway. It turned out to be a really expensive day. Although the mini milks were only 50 pence each, I was delighted to discover. Why are we fascinated by tiny things? 08459 555. We'll talk more after the news. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Louise Parry. The headlines. MK Dons promoted to the championship. Armed men shot in Texas and Royal Baby Salute in London. BBC Three Counties Radio. MK Dons have been promoted to the championship after winning 5-1 against Yeovil at Stadium MK yesterday. Preston were beaten 1-0 at Colchester, meaning the Dons were able to snatch second place on the final day of the season. Manager Carl Robinson was delighted with what his side had achieved. The players today have just been sensational. I've seen some special times here and this is up there with all of them. This is this is the best. This is the best day of our of our in our history and hopefully now we can just move on to bigger and better things as a group. In the last three days before the election, the main parties are turning the focus of their campaigns onto favoured themes. Labour is talking about the NHS and so are the Lib Dems, while the Tories say 30 million people will gain from their tax cuts. Police in Texas have shot dead two armed men who fired at a security guard outside a controversial contest for cartoons of the Muslim prophet Muhammad. The competition was organised by a conservative political group critical of Islam. Italian Coast Guard say nearly 6,000 migrants trying to reach Europe have been rescued from the Mediterranean Sea since Saturday morning. Karma seas have seen a surge in attempted crossings. Three people have been hospitalised after drinks glasses were thrown outside a bar in Watford. It happened while supporters of Watford FC were celebrating the team's promotion at the Walkabout Bar on Saturday afternoon. Police believe one man may have thrown the glasses, although they say it might not have been intentional. Meanwhile, Watford Football Club are celebrating their promotion to the Premiership with an open-topped bus parade today. Thousands of supporters are expected to attend this afternoon's party. Barry Caffrey reports. 
The Hornets confirmed promotion to the top flight a week ago, but have waited until the end of the season to celebrate properly. The parties being held in Cassiabri Park starting at two o'clock with the bus parade before moving to a stage near the cedar tree. Entertainment will carry on until 5pm and drivers are being advised that Cassiabri Park Avenue, Shepherds Road, Swiss Avenue and Gade Avenue will all be closed. Skin doctors are warning people to use sun cream when they go out and to check themselves more frequently for signs of sunburn or cancer. They say rates of skin cancer have been rising for the past half century. A report says that pledges made by countries to cut greenhouse gas emissions are unlikely to be enough to avoid dangerous global warming. New targets are being drawn up in preparation for talks in Paris at the end of the year to decide a new international deal to tackle the problem. Two military salutes will be fired in London today to celebrate the birth of a daughter to the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. A 41-gun salute will happen in Hyde Park and a 62-gun salute will be loosed off at the Tower of London. And in cricket, the West Indies surprised England by beating them in the third and final test in Barbados. The home side's victory by five wickets meant the tour ended one all. The weather for beds, hearts and bucks, dry and fine today with a top temperature of 18 Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. confusing me by just like being there and speaking mm. morning ian lee bbc three counties radio boyley's here yeah. betsy's here uh we didn't know it was bank holiday we're dumb if you want if you're part of the idiots club aka people who are working on bank holiday 08459 455 555 why are we obsessed with tiny things steady and um, uh, <laughs> I've got a great idea. Let's have a competition, right, where everyone draws pictures. Yeah, sounds nice. Be lovely. Pictures of what? The Prophet Muhammad? Um, I think I'm busy that weekend. The worst ideas you've ever had. 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I mean, Radio. listen, whether, you know, whether we should be allowed to draw what we want to draw or not, that's, that's, that's an issue. But we know that some people, some nutjobs, get very upset and a bit shooty and a bit bomby if you draw pictures of Mohammed, OK? Whether that's right or wrong, that's a d- different discussion. But you know that some people get a bit shooty and a bit bomby. So why would you do it? Plus, why antagonise each other? Why would you do it? If you're good at drawing, draw something else. If I, well, yeah, draw some um, apples or something. Yeah, you know. I, I think, you know, I do think that the people get upset about the, the drawings of of of, uh, of Mohammed. I think that's a nonsense. But they do. They've they, they, some of them get shooty. So I wouldn't bother. No, I wouldn't bother. Do you know what else I wouldn't bother with? Go on. Solar planes. Oh, oh. Still going. Except it's not, is it? They keep stopping and starting. Right. I thought the solar plane going all the way around the world was going to do it in one trip. It's not. They do a few hundred miles and they stop. It would be amazing if you could do the whole thing. You'd be keeping up with the sun and being propelled by the sun. That That's the future. That could work. And it should do. It should be able to, because you can fly in line with the sun. Surely. A Swiss pilot is this week due to fly a solar plane solo from China to Hawaii on the longest leg of the first attempt oh. to fly around the world without fuel. Andrew Boschberg will fly over the <laughs> Pacific Ocean for five days and five nights. Boschberg. The plane has solar cells in its wing to power its, power its motors and recharge its batteries. It's set off from Abu Dhabi in March and has, sin- uh, has since then stopped in Oman, oh man, oh India man. and Burma. It takes ages. I mean, you can't rely on that. What if you want to get from A to B quick? Don't go solar, is the message they're giving out there. I think it's, it's uh, you know... Can I take phone calls on this? See? 
Um, because someone's calling me. No, well, I... let me re- let me go and get it. Okay, but I'm tr- c- c- call her. Stay on the line, please, call her. Do stay. On- oh, they've hung up. Oh. Call call back, caller. Call back while I play this. This. While I play this. Sad sacks. Yeah. Do like a good sad case. Who's sad then? Matthew. Matthew. 
Matthew Ayer. Oh, is he the human Google? Google. <laughs> Halt, Google's there. Snapper, snapper Matthew Ayer. How do you say that? E-Y-R-E. Ayer. Ayer. Oh, what's that? Like Jane Eyre. Oh, wow. You're like Calvin Harris. Snapper. I was thinking more Professor Green. I don't know who either of those people are. It's just names. Snapper, Matthew Ayer, is a one-man Google Street View. Yeah. <laughs> After photographing all 1,904 roads in his city. What for? I, I suspect that because he's lonely. The teacher, 54, has spent hundreds of hours trudging the streets of Portsmouth to build up his own map. You can buy a map! And it is on Google! <laughs> I've got a computer. Go to library! I don't like library. It won't let me in. Why? How's he going to build a map of it? He's going to have to have a room full of photographs. That would be madness. <laughs> the captions on these pictures are great. High Street. Caption, road views give Matthew a buzz. <laughs> Park Road. Street heaving with cars. Now the local history buff is revisiting some because they keep changing. He's going back and doing it again. He said, there used to be a pub on every corner, but most have gone. Churches are always changing too. It's important to document these changes. But single Matthew, Uh. cruel, but fair, does not always get out his camera. (laughs) He explained... If you see a couple having a humongous argument, they may think you're photographing them. (laughs) Then the son uh, says, Do you have an unusual hobby? Call our news desk or email the son. I mean, that's... um... (laughs) Text weirdo, too. (laughs) It's a confusing headline. His snorry teacher. So he's a history teacher and it's snorry, so it's boring. Okay, I get it. His snorry... Uh, yeah, but th- that's the way they've framed it. He thinks he's telling them about his interesting hobby. That's what he's asked, they're asking people for, interesting hobbies. Oh, you've got, inter- you've, the mickey. you've got an interesting hobby, have you, Matthew? We'd love to come and um, come and do a peek. Can we get some of your pictures? We'll take a picture of you holding the camera um, and we'll write it. Yeah, his snorry teacher is boring and he's nuts. You do, I mean, you do have to be a little bit... He is probably, you know, on a spectrum, isn't he? Well, I don't he? know, he's a history teacher. I don't... Obviously... I mean, oh gosh. But then saying that, we all People have... People have obsessions. We all have weird things that we do. You know my obsession with the monkeys. You know that that's... That, that from the outside, that would be perceived as um, as being weird. Never. Yes! It is quite a male thing, though, isn't it? The whole collection thing, the acquisition Men thing. like stats. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite Beatles book, and I read it every few years, basically details... Uh, every day of them recording Let It Be. Beatles historians will know it was a, a, a horrible, traumatic, pretty uncreative uh, time. And it it details how long... Uh, uh, spent 30 seconds recording Maxwell Silverhammer. Mm. 35 seconds take of Maxwell Silverhammer. 12 second take... Complete take of... And, and I love reading it. I love it. it I, I am... I guess I am a his snorry teacher. 
I told you I used to have a guy, uh, and I, this is one of the... Uh, I wasn't, you know, when I was young, did a little bit of bullying. I'm not proud of it. I was kind of in the middle of the bullying chain, OK? Mm. I got bullied, and I did some atrocious things to people, and, you know, karma will, if it's not um, uh, hit me now, will hit me at some point. I'm aware of it, and I'm doing my best to make amends. But there was this guy who we used to call Bungle. Oh, we had a Bungle. He worked uh, B-Jams with us, right? Same age, he was in a different school, called Bungle. And um, his hobby, I mean, and this is, this is, you know, his hobby was collecting bus number plates. So we'd go to Slough bus station, sadly no longer there, and we'd collect bus number plates. And he had, like, a big A4 pad, like, pads full of these number plates. So I ripped some of them up. Oh, no! I ripped some of them up. I, I mean, it's only a couple of pages... And he, of course, you know, wigged out, mm. went nuts, and we were going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, basically, that's, that's awful. basically, I, I got a blind man and shot his dog. You know, it's that's the equivalent of, you know, that was the thing that was keeping him going. Isn't that terrible? And that's not the worst thing I did either. Gosh, that's pretty bad. Now's, now's not the place or time for confessions, but... Uh... We had a girl um, at school, and I'm not going to give her name because she might still be around. Is it Catherine Boyle? No. OK. She was clever and everything. It um, wasn't you then. She was maybe a little bit socially awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Came out that she didn't like bananas. Oh, yeesh. And when we no. say didn't like bananas, had a phobia of bananas, which in itself is comical to children, isn't it? Oh. Ooh, what's who scared of a banana for? Yeah. So we all scared start... of a banana. Well, I think we could probably, looking back, we probably know why. We all, well, we all started planting bananas. In various places, she'd find them. Bananas in pajamas, singing that. Coming down the stairs. Wearing brooches with bananas on. We found uh, in a souvenir shop somewhere. We bought a bulk box of banana badges. It was nasty. Yeah, banana badges. Yeah. What were those? Um, bananas were big in the eight, early eighties, weren't they? Five bananas. Mm -hmm. That was like pop. They were like a cartoon character and everything, weren't they? Were they? I think they were. Oh, no, they were just a means of torture, and I'm very ashamed of it. I have done some terrible things, and uh, you know, one day, when I was buying my engagement ring, right, I was buying my engagement ring, and uh, there was a lad in the shop, and I recognised him. I recognised him, and we, uh, uh, he was buying an engagement ring, and I said. Did we go to school together? He said, yeah, yeah, we did. And I'm uh -huh. such and such. I said, oh, man. And then my kind of gambit with these situations is, oh, I hope I wasn't an idiot to you. He went, yeah, actually, you were. You were really quite nasty. I was like, oh, flipping heck. And so I, I, I made an amends there, and I think I sorted it out. I apologize. You bought his engagement ring for him. I bought his engagement ring. No, I apologise, but he was, no, yeah, you're a bit of an idiot to me, actually, yeah. mate. There are a couple of people like that oh, at my school dear. that were horrible to me, and even now as an adult, I see them sometimes, yeah. and I still get that kind of rising panic, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dark times, guys. So anyway, be, be nice to each other. There's, there's the rule. Yeah, exactly. What's, what's Bill and Ted's thing? Be, be awesome to each other, yeah. so, isn't it? Yeah. They were right, those guys. 08459 455 555 is the uh, telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Not a fan of football, as you know. But? But... There's, I, I like but there's this. a great hair. There's a picture of Roman Abramovich's. How do you say it? Roman Abramovich. Yep. Look at Roman Abramovich's. Look at Roman Abramovich's kid's hair. Oh, that's amazing. That, that is a brilliant, that hair. Is a brilliant bubble hair. cut, isn't it? It's just the weirdest kind of uh, bubble cut ever. Hairs. Hairs. Doesn't even make sense. Hairs smiling Chelsea. Oh, here's. Huh. 
Here's smiling Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich clutching his son Aaron yesterday as his team wins the Premier League. If I was a billionaire, I would not have kids. You Wouldn't know why? You? Why? Kidnap. Oh, gosh. Kidnap. Total kidnap target. Total kidnap... That, even I'm considering kidnapping that kid. No, stop it. But do you know what I mean? Seriously, yeah. if you're a billionaire, flipping heck. It is quite unusual to be able to see a billionaire's child quite in quite so much detail, isn't it? The Russian billionaire carried his tousled-haired lad onto the pitch, flipping heck, snipers! Stop it. I'm, I'm being serious. I wouldn't. After the Blues beat Crystal Palace 1-0... He was not the only one beaming at Stamford Bridge. Jeremy Clarkson was there. And, uh, have you seen the picture of Eddie Izzard? Let's have a look. He looks like, um... um yeah, the week is late. Goodbye. What's her name? Oh, Anne Robinson. It looks like Anne Robinson, Gosh, doesn't it? yes, he's kind of morphing into Anne. He looks like an old, um, an old woman. Oh, well, fair play, if that's what he wants to do. Well, I mean... Manager Jose Mourinho... Oh, um, anyway, that's, that's football for us. Yeah. Oh, wait, four, anyway, five, that's nine. good hair. Thanks very much. I'll try and do it more often. Take these dogs away from me. This is Catherine's choice, by the way, oh, guys. Sorry. What the no, hell is no, I mean, this isn't as good as I thought it was. What the, off. what the? No, you're, you don't get to choose another record now. No, it's my turn. Because you've just proven you've got no taste in music. I've just proven that all that is stolen from the cellar is not good. No, all Some of it should be down in the stella, cellar. Is not gold. Oh. Whoa, hey. Who's that? I don't know. What have you got? Um, that was awful. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, I'm that ashamed. was... Well, I've got Johnny Kidd and the Pirates. Go on. I don't really know Johnny Kidd and well, the Pirates. Well, hopefully this will be rubbish and it'll cancel mine out. It won't do, mate. Um, um, Gosh, that was awful. Mm, yeah, it was terrible. Um, Am I allowed back to in... pick one? Yeah, of course you are, mate. Yes. Of course you are. Out of your collection. That's right, yeah. Yes. You can pick a song. Of course you can, my darling. Yes. Um, Longing Lips. What? Hmm? No, that's the name of the song. Oh, that's th normally what you call me. I what, should we... Um... Oh, let's have Please Don't Touch. I don't know what that song is. I don't really know Johnny Kidd and the Pirates, but I like the idea that they uh, they existed. Hang on. Are they actual pirates? No. Is he actually a kid? He's a Johnny. Hang on. There we go. There we go. Let's see what this Excellent. is. Excellent. Here we go. Here we go. Yes.
lips brush my cheek. I opened up my mouth, but the rest of me just wouldn't speak. Please don't touch. I shake so much. Please don't touch. I shake so much. Why don't you touch me, baby? Cause I'm shaking so much. Why? Come on, baby, don't you touch me now? Because I'm shaking so much. Why? Come on, baby, don't you? Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Jane Weedlin, Rush Hour is what we played off at the top of the hour. Is flipping uh... <laughs> it, Johnny? Blimey, Johnny Kidd and the Pirates there. Flipping it, crazy heck. guys. There's not a lot in the papers today. Well, apart from the baby, which is all nice. Apart from the baby, uh, I, I, I nearly said her name wrong. Amal Clooney. Mm-hmm. Careful. I know, is treating husband George to the ultimate boy toy for his birthday, a Porsche 911 GT3 RS. Oh, that's that ruined. The actor who turns 54 on Wednesday. What's this app? Which one? No, just this app. I don't know what, what an app is. What's an app? An application. Oh, right. But there's a specific one, isn't there? You'll have seen this, Kelly. You've, yeah, it's the age one. The, thank you. Oh, the face one. The face age one. What is that all about? Why? I know how old I am. It's an excuse for vain people to put more. It um, is. It knocks a it knocks a couple of years off you. More that's, selfies on. That's what it's for. I don't get what what is it? Have you done it, Kelly? No. Have you got it, Kelly? No, but I can. Well, I mean, I don't get what the point of it is. I've got I've got an app. Um, here we go. I've got an app that does that. I've got two apps that do that. One's called a mirror. One's called my birth certificate. Nice one. Boom! I just totally owned apps. Yeah. Good one. I totally owned apps. It's true, though. Why would you... I don't get what the point of it is. Selfies. People love a selfie. Flipping hate selfies. But also, here's another thing, right, that annoys me about modern parlance. Is, um... They call pictures selfies when they're not selfies. Yeah. A selfie is when I take a picture with my arm outstretched. If someone takes a picture of me, that's a portrait. Mm -hmm. That's a portrait. It's not a selfie, mate. Yeah. And they go, oh, look at this selfie. No, it's a portrait. You can't see the fella's arm or the lady's arm. So it's not. Someone else has taken it. It's a portrait. Yeah. And here's another thing. If you're filming something, turn the camera around. Turn the phone around. Don't want portrait. Don't film it in portrait. Because then when they show it on telly, they've got to blur out the sides and make it look funny. Turn it around. That's, that's what a telly looks like. That's what a, 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 a cinema looks like. Turn it round. For crying out loud, you guys make me want to puke. Mm -hmm. it, to be honest, it does take away from the funny pictures of, you know, like, cats it's falling off It's the worst and... thing in the world. Forget all of these, you know, these sex crimes. Turn your camera to horizon, not portrait. That's all you've got to do, guys. Otherwise, do you know what? I refuse... I have refused to watch videos that have been done portrait. Yeah, OK, so I missed out on my um, uh, kid's birthday party because of that slightly stubborn rule of mine. Tough. Their problem, my wife's problem, not mine. I'm not going to watch it unless it's done on the horizon. you got standards. I understand that. Yeah. The actor, who turns 54 on Wednesday, recently took a test drive in the £135,000 car, mm. which is the latest model of the production line. And lawyer Amal, 37, has reportedly arranged to buy him one to replace his Porsche 911. The 4-litre, 200-miles-per-hour motor will share a garage with his prized 1959 red and white Chevrolet Corvette. A source said, George loves his cars and he loves Amal. That's why they got married. If he could, he'd marry a car. She's also buying him a smoothie maker. I mean, uh, well, how do we know this? How do we know this is what's happening? 
Did you watch the, the, the boxing? No. Did you watch the boxing kills? No. Okay. So if we I don't want to know. see two people going at it. Oh, go to the high town. Exactly. Well, the shoots. The shoots! Not, the, not up the shoots! The Please! Local, the local pubs around me over the weekend must have been a hotbed of that kind of stuff because all the traffic cones were all over the shop this morning. I'd really? swerve. It was like a it was like a Top Gear challenge, trying to get out my road. Stop it, everyone! Leave the cones alone. They're there for a reason. Leave the cones alone. They're there for a reason, guys. They're there. They're there for drunk bants. Well, I was wondering where was the hole that they were supposed to be covering because uh, now they were just shoving up the road, shoving up the road. Is that a thing? Blocking up the road. And that's pretty much all that's in the papers. Mm. That's pretty much all that's in the papers. Oh, oh there's a picture. Alfie's of... not going back to EastEnders. It's the end of Alfie. Soap star Shane says he won't return to Square. Oh, you know they're doing a spin-off? Yeah, going to Ireland. Him it? and Kat. Flipping heck. I mean, what's the point of that? EastEnders star Shane Ritchie has hinted, hinted, OK. So they know it's a, they know it's a bad story. Has hinted that his days at Walford are over for good. If, his days, if your days really are over, big man, get yourself killed off. If you think you're so tough, if you really think you can make it outside of Albert Square, get yourself killed off. If that's, let's see how serious you are. Eh? Yeah, let's see how serious you are. Shane, who plays Cheeky Alfie Moon, oh, I didn't know that, said, I'm out of it now, you'll see. Hang on, is that the... Is, it, is that the only quote they've got that's in... <laughs> that's the only quote they've got that they managed to draw, is it the end of Alfie? Alfie is leaving the BBC soap to get his own six-part spin-off with screen wife Cat, played by Jesse Wallace. What I would watch that if it was done in the style of Happy Days and had a, it was filmed before a live studio audience and the first time they both walked onto the set they were met by um, what could only be described. So imagine this, right? You're watching Cat uh, and Alfie um, uh, um, and they've got like a set and it's done like their house and then Alfie walks in... Yeah! Hey! All right, guys. No, but Cat, Cat, Cat's coming soon. So uh, and she goes. Quick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hide. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Alfie, where are you, love? Ew, what's going on? That's what the first line would be. No, exactly. Load of, old, load of old tosh. Shane, fifty-one, said this time there will be no return to EastEnders. Where, where is, where is the quote? He just said, I'm out of it. Work lined up includes BBC drama Moving On, where he's the love interest of Julia Hesmondella. Who no. played Hayley Cropper? Hesmond Hay. Hesmondella. Hesmond Hay. Free Nelson Hesmond. Free Julie Hesmondella. <laughs> free Julie Hesmondella. Oh, that's good news for him then. Speaking at the Downton. S sorry. Speaking at the Down. I don't. They've they just put words together here. Speaking at the Downton Abbey Centre Point Ball. Oh. Shane said of EastEnders, it's really nice because Alfie's not in it. Shane also let slip. He thinks there's little to choose between EastEnders and Corrie. Shane arrived in Albert Square in 2002. Oh, hang on, off. hang on, hang on. So they've seen him at a party and he said, I'm out of it, and they've said, oh, you're out of the soap. But I what he meant was... Exactly. He was out of it. He's at a showbiz party, for crying out loud. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio.
Better news for the clockwise, M25 now easing off now, 25 to 26. And also, as you make your way around the rest of the three counties, issue-free. Public transport not so issue-free. Virgin Trains West Coast disrupted Northampton to Milton Keynes Central and London Mid disrupted London Euston to Rugby. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. with the news and sport, I'm Louise Parry. Police in Dallas have killed two men who shot at a security officer outside a building that was hosting a competition for drawings of the Muslim prophet Mohammed. Police say the men drove up to the community centre and opened fire. Four people have been taken to hospital after glass was thrown outside a bar in Watford. It happened while supporters of Watford FC were celebrating the team's promotion at the walkabout bar on Saturday afternoon. Police say they believe one man threw drinks glasses, but it may not have been deliberate. The main political parties are returning to their key election themes today, with just three days of campaigning left. The Conservatives are expected to promise lower tax rates for millions of people. Labour will focus on what they see as the Tory threat to the NHS, while the Liberal Democrats will say millions of pounds in fines from Deutsche Bank would be spent on health services. Two military salutes will be fired in London today to celebrate the birth of a daughter to the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. England's cricketers have drawn their series against West Indies one all after losing the third and final test match in Barbados by five wickets. After England were bowled out for 123 in their second innings, the hosts met their required target of 192 thanks to a century partnership between Darren Bravo and Jermaine Blackwood. In football, MK Dons have been promoted to the Championship after winning 5-1 against Yeovil at Stadium MK yesterday. Preston were beaten 1-0 at Colchester, meaning the Dons were able to snatch second place on the final day of the season. Manager Carl Robinson was delighted with what his side had achieved. The players today have just been sensational. I've seen some special times here and this is up there with all of them. This is this is the best. This is the best day of our of our in our history and hopefully now we can just move on to bigger and better things as a group. Watford will celebrate promotion to the Premier League with a ceremony in Cassiobrey Park this afternoon. The Hornets missed out on winning the championship title on Saturday after their one-all draw against Sheffield Wednesday. Nonetheless, Captain Troy Deeney says it's been a great season. Obviously the initial disappointment was like for five minutes, but then reflect on over the 46 games and yeah, we, we deserve to go up, but probably not to deserve to go up as champions. So it's... Um, it's been a good season either way. Either way, Champions or that, we're going to have uh, Premier League football next year, so we've got to enjoy it. Elsewhere, Chelsea have won the Premier League for the fourth time. A 1-0 win over Crystal Palace at Stamford Bridge sealed a first title since 2010 for Jose Mourinho's side. Mourinho said he was happy and proud to have won it. Barton Rovers are away to Bedworth in the Southern Central Division 1 playoff final this afternoon and thousands of runners will take part in the Milton Keynes Marathon this morning. It starts at 10 o'clock and ends at Stadium MK. A half marathon and fun run will also be taking place. You can follow all the action live on BBC Three Counties Radio. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties.
supplement. BBC Three Counties Radio. Kels, while you're looking through the records, come and sit down on the green microphone and um, 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 tell us um, um, about the, the marathon show you're... No, what, you're, you're on the actual radio today. I know. What, why? I don't know, they just let me. What's happening? Is it six o'clock? Six till seven. OK. Um, it's me uh, playing you the success stories from the Three Counties. Oh! So like what Jake Bug? Yes. Well, he's not from the Three Counties, but he did up the Shires. His music, yeah, that on it. Um, like a lightning bug. I'm like I'm like, like a lightning, lightning bug. With I'm like a lightning. No, that's Jake Bug. That's his song. Mate. I'm like a lightning bug with a cheap guitar. Lightning bolt. All right, mate. Yeah. Not my fault. He can't enunciate. <laughs> Is it? Not my fault. And yet he's still become so successful. George Ezra, Rosie local. Yep. Yeah, you have some of that. Um, and who else? That's it, isn't it? Oh. No, that fellow with the long hair and the hat. James Bay. That one. Yeah, play him. Is he local? Local and So vocal. you discovered all these people. You must be, like, worth millions. Yeah, I'm rolling in it. Adele? Yeah. Flipping heck, eh? Gosh. Let me see. What you got in the papers? Well, nothing, really. Do the inventions. Oh, yeah. Go through the inventions. Right, so it's all these different uh, things that have been invented to help you uh, in your daily work. So things like post-it notes and tipex and stuff. I bet post-its were invented by a German. Mm. Have I got that right? That rings a bell. Post-it note. Spence Silver was working in 3M's German. adhesives division when he made his Adhesive. accidental discovery. Well, but, no, well he invented, didn't he? Because he, he made a glue that wasn't very gluey. Yeah, exactly. He said he was trying to develop a strong <laughs> adhesive. He got the formula wrong and created a really weak one instead. He was interested by the properties of his new substance but struggled to find a use for it. Yeah. In his spare time, Silver's colleague at 3M, Art Fry... Art Fry? Hi, I'm Art Fry. You know that rubbish glue that you have been making? I've got an idea for it. I've got these little squares of yellow paper, and I'm thinking if I put just a thin strip of the, the rubbish glue on the top, we might have a thing. I'm going to call it the post-it notes. Like you were there. He would use scraps of paper to mark the pages of his hymn book, but often these bookmarks would slip out. He needed a very weak glue to hold them in place. Who would be able to give him that weak glue? Oh, his friend, Spence Silver. Spencer, Ben Silver, you've got the weak glue. I've got an idea for my Bible studies. There we go. So I want to put the markers in the Bible, so I don't want to ruin the Bible. So I was wondering, a big glue you've got, if I can put it on little bits of yellow paper, just a thin strip on the top, and then I'm going to call it the posted Bible notes. How's your Hungarian accent? Do you want to do one of them? I'm a well-Hungarian accented. Oh, a former hypnotist, Hungarian-born Laszlo Biro. Oh, yeah, some Laszlo Biro. I invented the Biro pen. <laughs> I put a little hole in it in about three quarters of the way down so that if you swallow it, you don't die. He became frustrated. That's that true. That that is true. He became frustrated that his pen kept leaking. <laughs> oh my blood! The blood pen is leaking again. What is going on? If only somebody would invent a pyro. 
The biro still leaks, Laszlo. The biro still leaks. My jacket is testament to that. Did that not come out? No, mate. You want to stain devil on it? I want to go round. I want to invent a time machine and go and punch Laszlo Biro in the face. Say, sharpen up. Sharpen up, Biro. Sharp. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe in the future I will, and I have done. I always have done, and that's why the Biro leaks mm. to spite me. Yeah. We don't know. Pwned by the past. Pwned by Laszlo Biro. Do you want another po- one? Ever been pwned by the past? 08459 four double five five double five. Continue getting pwned by the past. Yep, 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 Do you want to know about Prit Sticks? <laughs> sure you could tell me a thing or two about Prit Sticks, in, in 1967, oh. Dr Wolfgang Dix. Oh, Dr Wolfgang Dix! No. <laughs> you are having a laugh. Dirix. Dr Wolfgang Durex. I'm going to make a, a, a glue. These are all about glues that aren't very good. Dr. Wolfgang Dierichs, a researcher at German manufacturing company Henkel, boarded a plane <laughs> to go on a business trip. While on the plane, Dr. Dierichs saw a woman applying her lipstick and realised the lipstick form could have a different use. Oh, I could make that into a glue that's not very good for arts and crafts. For children. A stick of... That they will eat. A stick of... It's quite salty. <laughs> a stick of solid glue would be clean and convenient without the needs for pots or brushes. He's never... Well, the put stick was launched. It's not clear... Have you seen the state of the uh, lids and the rim? The rim is covered in glitter. Oh, cheeky. But no, seriously. No one wants a glittery rim. And yet that's what you get. And that is what you get. Inventions. Oh, God, cue this up. And that... Is what you get.
a little bit of Julian Cope. Haven't you? Just a wee bit. I love that little bit. Oh, I do like a bit of Julian Cope. Hit or miss, but I do like a bit of Julian Cope. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. So, Beckenscott Model Village yesterday took the kids. It's 30 quid to see tiny things. Um, I don't understand. And I like it there, and it's beautifully done. I went there in the uh, late 70s, because it used to be, like, beautiful. And then in the 70s, they knocked it all down. And they and I remember it vividly. It was horrible. They rebuilt, like, a modern town. So it was all, like, concrete blocks and um, tower blocks and stuff. And it was horrible. It was really grim. And now it's all, like, beautiful villages and, and, and it's lovely again. Oh, haven't they done, like, Barrett Homes? No, they've not done, like, Barrett Homes. They've got Enid Blyton's house there. Small, isn't it? Um, and it's great. But I do wonder, why are we fascinated by tiny things? And the kids love it. I've got a great picture of my eldest when he was two. We took him to a model village um, um, near the New Forest somewhere. And we didn't tell him what it was going to be. And I ran on ahead and I crouched down. I've got some brilliant pictures of him rounding the corner and seeing a model village for the first time. And his mind is blown. It's like he's, you know, he's, he's grown and it's wonderful. But I don't get the fascination. It's nice. Is it that thing of feeling massive? I guess, I mean, I guess so. If I were to feel massive, though, I'd save myself 30 quid and just get one of those tiny Coke cans and hold that. Yep. And look at that. Cream egg. I'll get a cream egg. It's, or a wagon wheel. It just, um, it's an, it's an odd thing to go and see and do. I guess in the days before Google Maps and aerial views yep. that you could buy off a salesman at great yeah. expense that had done some, like, stuff out of a helicopter over your house and that. Yeah. It was interesting then. But it was heaving. It was absolutely rammed. It was ram-a-dam-a-ding-dong. I don't fancy it. It was packed. It was nice you'd enjoy it, but you're just walking around looking at tiny buildings. Mm. That's it. How's your drone going? Well. Yeah. I mean... Novelty uh, wears often. The weather's not been great for flying lately, has it? Today it's great. Today it's beautiful. Yeah, look outside. If you ever get chickens, I want to see some drone cam footage of you, like, parting those chickens. Doing what? Parting them. Parting the chickens? (laughs) Chasing after them, making them fly in all directions. Is that like a farming technique? Right, it's time to part the chickens now. (laughs) How does... I mean... Well, I don't know. You know, like in Western movies, when they would yep. um, they would fly over the um, buffalo yes. and they would all go in different directions. Oh yeah, that. But in chickens, Western movies, when they would fly over the buffalo, they put the camera over so they would show the, the you know the, the the wide open. You planes. really just I'm just gonna Do get that. some weather with Kate. Beds, hearts, and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's not a bad bank holiday Monday at all. We've got uh, blue sky and sunshine and really light winds, actually. Much lighter than yesterday and the temperature steadily rising as well. May get a bit of cloud. Certainly the cloud will increase this afternoon. It'll turn the sunshine a little hazier, but the maximum temperature is still likely to reach 18 Celsius. So really a pleasant, dry afternoon. It isn't going to last, though. Through this evening, it's going to turn wet. That cloud's increasing. It's coming from the south. As it moves northwards, it brings with it some rather heavy rain 15 to 20 millimeters of rain overnight tonight the minimum temperature mild though at 10 celsius for tomorrow this rain will have cleared by dawn or hopefully it should most of it should have cleared we may still get one or two showers at first but they'll clear northwards still very breezy though that wind picks up overnight and it stays with us through tomorrow maximum temperature 17 celsius and that's your forecast 
BBC Introducing. Tonight, BBC Introducing celebrates some of our biggest success stories. George Ezra, Jack Garrett, Rhodes, James Bay, all started out right here as unsigned local musicians. BBC Three Counties, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of, their arms are wide open and their ears are open to, to new music. Hear their stories from backroom gigs to headline shows. Tonight, from six, here on BBC Three Counties Radio. You've got to remember, uh, you've got to remember, uh, even Gary Barlow and the Beatles were unsigned once, mate. Yeah, Elton John. They were all unsigned once. They had to start somewhere. And it turns out they all started uh, with um, a champion of new music. Let's let's lift him uh, above our shoulders. I can't. I've got a bad back and he's a big lad. But Gary Floyd. Now, you sure this has got no swears in? No, I think so. When there's an oligarch here. You sure? It doesn't on the lyrics. Johnny, don't let me down, dude. Oh, you don't really mean that. I want to thank you for being so good to us. I'd like to say a special hello to all the men here at the prison that are not with us tonight that they couldn't, couldn't get find a key to the door or something. They couldn't let a bunch of them out here. I wish every one of you could have been out here with us. All you guys understand they're piping the show in to your cells or somewhere that's uh, supposed to be what, listening. Maybe it's not closed circuit television that you have in here, is it? Anyway, hello to all you fellas that can't see the show tonight. We wish you could all been here. We have had a ball, have we not? Well, if they freed me from this prison, if that railroad train was mine, that I'd move it on a little farther down the line. Far from Folsom Prison, that's where I want to stay. And I'd let them roll some whistles. <laughs> that was your song choice, Kels. Short but sweet. No. The Kelly Betts story. <laughs> Can you play one of my other ones? No way, dude. You chose that one. Yeah, but I didn't know it was going to be that rubbish. Because <laughs> Johnny Cash. Mate. Yeah, but you... I thought I didn't realise it would be the live prison mate, one. It's from Johnny Cash live at San Quentin. Oh, what? I didn't realise that. That should have been your first clue. The second clue was the big black footprint. The third clue was the hastily scribbled note saying, Can I don't. Can you play it. the Turtles one? Sorry, mate. I'm so sorry, mate. Doris Day. I'm so. I am so sorry, mate. You got. You got her. Your choice. You gotta stick her with her. Your choice, sir. I'm so, mate. If I, I don't make the rules up. Well, you. You do. I mean, I literally do, but I can't. I can't. Go, I can't change the rules. You've had your turn. You've had your turn, mate. Oh, someone else have a go. <laughs> Maybe on your show tonight you could play a song. I'm gonna play loads. Yeah. Good ones as well. Okay. Oh. Okay. Don't have a go at Johnny Cash just because just because of you. Just because it was a short one. Just because it was a short one. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number. So there's a new thing going to be put on um, put on um, uh, put on um, forms. Yes. Seen this? A new definition. Does anyone use muzz anymore? Apart from Nick Ferrari when he's being condescending to his women guests. Mm. Who uses it? Ollie. Ollie who? Muzz. Oh, for oh, crying God, out really. loud. I mean, really, flipping heck. 
So, um, there's obviously, you've got uh, Mr, Mrs, you've got Murs, as in Ollie Murs. Good one. Thank you, mate. Now there's a new one for transgenders. The title Mix, used by transgender people, has now been officially recognised. Little Mix, they're a band, aren't they? Mm -hmm. The gender-neutral tag has been added to official forms and databases, surely data by, alongside Mr, Mrs, Miss and Ms. It's now accepted by government departments, councils, high street banks, some universities, Royal Mail and on driving licence. Where does it come from? Where does Ms come from? I don't know. Well, I know where Miss. I know, I know where Mrs. comes from. Yes, and that is mistress. Yes, no. It is Mrs. Yeah, is mistress. No, it's not. Yeah, mate. in the olden days, no, you'd it's be, not. You know, I'd be Mistress Spoil. Well, do you know what? I can make a phone call straight to the olden days. Right, go on, Matt. Hello. It's like talking to history, like boring history, but it's like talking to history when you speak to this old fella. Yeah. You're right, Matt. Absolutely brilliant. Matt. Where, good lad. Where did the word Mrs. come from? Uh, couldn't tell you, mate. All right, fella. Well, thanks for calling. This is awkward. You're right, Matt. I'm just phoning up to thank Kelly for playing Johnny Cash. She said it was rubbish! No. Hey, Kelly, it's that okay, version. don't worry, but because no. Johnny mm. Cash has made my weekend. Thanks a lot, Ian, uh, but mainly thank you, hey, Kelly. Hey, 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 fella. give her the show complete. No, mate, because I'm going to play... I've got another song that you're going to like, actually. Yeah, I, I can imagine. No, it, oh, don't you want it? Well, it's probably a lot of rubbish. I tell you what, I tell you what, fella, you stay there. I'm going to play a song. At the end, you tell me how rubbish this is, all right? Yeah. You ready? Hate it. Hate it? Hit it. Hate it? Hit it. I'll hit you in a minute. Our baby makes me proud.
But when they turn out the lights, she's still... Matt, you going to sing with us? Yeah, okay. Here we go. You ready? Sing. Cause when, when we get, get behind closed doors, then she lets her hair hang down. And she makes Too high. <laughs> go on, go for it. Because no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. Go on, Matt, take it. Belly Rich. You no, see? That's a good song, isn't I it? I thought about you Friday night. We had a karaoke at the Leicester Arms. He was thinking about me on Friday night. So romantic. Yes, and I'd done Kenny Rogers' Daytime Friends and Nighttime Lovers. <laughs> Did you dedicate it to I me, man? I dedicated to Kelly. Oh, flip. Not you, because I hate you, mate. <laughs> you know, me and Delia are planning to come down to your boozer one night. We've got three weeks' time. We've got another karaoke there, and we want you to come down. Yeah, I'll come down there, mate, and I'll show you a thing or two about manners, respect, and singing. Yeah, I've got it. Matt, what are you doing for the rest of the day? Not a lot. Bit Just, of gardening, I suppose. Bit of whinging, bit of drinking. Sitting in the sun, having Do- a couple of lagers. Doing what, in the sun? Sitting in Sitting. the sun. Sitting, OK. See you later, it- Matt. Yeah, all the best. Have a good one. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Still looking good on the sensors across the M25, A1M and even the M1. A4 and 4, the Park Street roundabout, moving well just around the North Orbital Road. A detail note though, London Midland trains disrupted London Euston to Rugby. There's been some signalling issues around Northampton up towards Milton Keynes. It means Virgin Trains West Coast also delayed Northampton to Milton Keynes Central due to signalling issues. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Justin. Fair play, Matt, he's a miserable old so-and-so and and, uh, his phone calls annoy me and I keep saying to my team, don't let him through and I don't know if he's withholding his number and putting on a funny accent, he keeps getting through, but he went for the falsetto there at the end of Behind Closed Doors by Charlie, uh, Charlie Rich and yes, it was awful, but he went for it. Respect. Respect to Matty Bum Bum. Oh, wait, 459 455 555. Another hour of this nonsense. I can only apologise. Do give us a call. We're just, you know, talking about whatever, really. Here's the news. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Eight o'clock, I'm Louise Parry. The headlines, MK Dons promoted to championship. Cyclist injured near Hatfield and doctors urge us to wear more sun cream. BBC Three Counties Radio. MK Dons have won automatic promotion to the championship. Their 5-1 win over Yeovil and Preston's 1-0 defeat at Colchester sealed second place in League One. Manager Carl Robinson was quite overwhelmed. It's surreal. I, I feel numb. I don't know. It's just... These are days that will live me for the rest of my life and so will so will everyone who's here and this club means so much to me and for us to be back where we belong in 10 years, we belong here. Meanwhile, Watford will be celebrating their promotion to the Premiership later with an open-top bus parade. In the last three days before the election, the main parties are turning the focus of their campaigns onto favoured themes. Here's Eleanor Garnier with more. 
The Conservatives are focusing on the economy. David Cameron will reiterate his party's pledge to raise the amount you can earn before you pay any income tax and the threshold for the 40 pence higher income tax rate. Labour will campaign today on the NHS. Ed Miliband will demand the Tories release an unpublished report on the health service in England. Labour claim it's a secret plan that could involve more privatisation. The Liberal Democrats will outline their plans to use fines levied on Deutsche Bank to pay for health equipment like MRI scanners. A cyclist has been seriously injured in Hertfordshire over the weekend. Police were called to Hawkshead Lane in North Mims at around 6 o'clock on Saturday evening. A 53-year-old man was taken to the Lister Hospital with serious injuries, but it was unclear what had happened. Police believe drivers of a car and van both stopped to help the man and would like to hear from them or any other witnesses. Police in Texas have shot dead two men outside an event showcasing cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. They say the men had opened fire at a security guard. The competition was organised by a conservative political group highly critical of Islam. Stephen Perkins was just leaving the event when it happened. I did not see the two officers engage the two shooters, but I did see officers with guns drawn um, going towards someone who was on the ground, uh, but he had not been shot from what I saw. But they went towards him, arrested him, took him to the police cruiser, uh, searched him and then put him in the police cruiser. So it looks like a possible third suspect. Italy's Coast Guard has carried out one of its biggest operations of the year this weekend, rescuing almost 6,000 migrants. Ten bodies were found in the operation off the coast of Libya. Doctors are warning that far too many people in the UK are still getting sunburned despite repeated warnings about the dangers of skin cancer. Skin doctors are urging people to use sun cream when they go out and to check themselves more frequently for signs of cancer. Thousands of runners are expected to take part in the Milton Keynes Marathon this morning. The run starts at 10 o'clock and finishes at Stadium MK, with a fun run and half marathon also taking place. There'll be live coverage of the event here on BBC Three Counties Radio. And the weather for Red Tarts and Bucks, a dry and fine day with light winds and a top temperature of 18 Celsius, that's 64 Fahrenheit, but becoming cloudy and wet by the evening. You can get all the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Imagine me and you, I do I think about you day and night It's only right to think about the girl you love And hold her tight, so happy together If I should call you up, invest a dime And you say you belong to me, so lose my mind Imagine how the world could be So very fine, so happy together Toss the dice, it had to be The only one for me is you And you for me, so happy together the dice it had to be the only one for me is you and you 
so happy together. The dice, it had to be the only one for me is you and you for me. So happy together, so happy together. And how is the weather? So happy together, we're happy together. Five nine four double five five double five. Thomas is in Hamel. Good morning, Thomas. Oh, hello, 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 hello Tom- Ian. Ian, isn't it? Yes, it is, Timmy. What have you got for us? I, I'm just telling a nice lady. I, I go to my Witherspoon, the Witherspoon pub in Hamel oh. Hempstead. All right. And I, I always, I always eat me, me curry in there with a spoon. That's absolutely fantastic with a spoon, Thomas. I do. And you I should do take that. this on tour instead of phoning us with it. <laughs> Oh, that, that's a good idea, Ian. That's a good idea. Thanks for calling. We spend an average of £30.47 a week on our lunch at work. Really? Not if we go to Prizzies. Prizzies, no, we, exactly. we spend that, like, in a month. Researchers... Well, it depends. They just make up the prices in there. They do. It depends. If I'm paying, it's more expensive, it seems. Researchers found workers in London... <laughs> don't like London anymore. Spent the most on their lunch. What the, yeah, that's because they have like garlic flatbreads and. Uh, Why is this nonsense? Research, researchers found that workers in London spend the most on their lunches, while Northerners are the thriftiest. Well, it's probably more expensive in London. Yeah. And they're probably getting paid more money. Mm-hmm. Soup was found to be the most popular option for staff. Never eat soup in front of people. I, that's just my you philosophy. You can't do it nicely. That's no, spaghetti. No, 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 you can't. And 16% prepared their um, um, uh, lunch the night before. Hey, I'll tell you what I had for the first time ever. Go on. In, uh, on Friday night, I went to Wagamama's, like Wagamama's. Not really eating much meat in Wagamama's because <laughs> beef teriyaki. Yeah. Beef teriyaki. And the woman, she said, you, you do know that the beef teriyaki is quite, is quite raw. It's not raw, but it's, it's not cooked much. It's rare. I went, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on, but she brought me a sharp knife. I didn't have a sharp knife because my teeth are... Thank you, Kelly. My teeth are adapting. It was a tender cut. Oh, yeah. The first cut is the deepest, is what they say. It certainly is. And you know what? They're right. Um, even though that's a metaphor for love and relationships, uh, in actual fact, it should, you should fall down the stair. Uh, it was absolutely delicious. Mm. Oh, it made me feel glad to be a meat eater. Yabu sucks to all you vegetarians out there. What on earth are you thinking? Kind thoughts. And I watched two... I had a really good weekend, actually. I, I had that, and I watched two films. What did you watch? Well, you know I'm on Amazon Prime, and when you're on Amazon or Netflix or these movie streaming services, you lower your standards. Yeah. You cause, lower... Because you, you, you it's came, free. Well, it's not free. You've you paid quite a lot for it. You came the five good films quite early on, yeah. um, and so you lower your standards. Yes. So for, for, for Saturday night, I stayed up and watched two movies, and I lowered my standards. And one starred... I don't know... Was it called Dark Nights or something? And it's Kiefer Sutherland, 1998. 
directed by the same person that directed The Crow. All of that put me off, but I IMDB'd it. I had a little look online. I always go by the IMDB ratings. If it's over 6.4, it's probably quite a good film. Good tip. It got like 7.1. I thought, I'll have this. It was brilliant. It had, do you remember, now do you remember this guy? Rufus Sewell. Yes. Do you remember him? He was a standard British baddie for a long time, wasn't, wasn't he? he? And he kind of he had a brief moment in the 90s. I wonder where Rufus Sewell is now. Is he kind of slightly more butch version of Ru- uh, Rupert Everett? Yeah, he's got beautiful eyes. Yeah. He's obviously a bit of a heartthrob and never quite made it. And he was the star in this. It went half good. It went half good, actually. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good little twist towards the end. Boom. I'll have that. Then after that, I watched... Um, a film that, again, got 6.8 on IMDb. Good good sign. Open Grave. Right. Very macabre. Well, I mean... Very the... macabre. Guy wakes up with no memory. <gasps> oh, well, I've got no memory. We're at... Oh, my God, I'm in an open grave with, like, 200 bodies. Wow. A mysterious, mute Chinese lady throws a rope over the edge. He grabs the rope, he climbs up, he's got no memory. He's in the woods. He's got no memory. He walks very, very slowly. He finds a house. He walks into the house. He finds five people. One, the mute Chinese lady. Four others from different nationalities. The four other people have got no memory of who he is or who they are. Cue a great movie. Have you been on the Blue Wickets? Well, well... I've had a few nights like that. It went half good. Sounds good. It went half good. Sounds a bit creepy, though, if I'm honest. It was very, very macabre, and it was quite sombre as well. Mm. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Two two cracking movies that, um, if I'd had a choice of real films, I would never have got round to watching. But because they were they're free, I thought, I'll have, I'll have me some of them. It's like having a voucher for the video shop. Yeah. After everyone else has been in. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll find a good one. Going to Blockbusters at 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, I mean, you are left with complete and utter guff. And also, it's be Uncle Buck again. Blockbusters had a weird system. You take the cover, they go, no, we haven't got that in. Well, what's the cover do? No, you've got to have the blue covers. Oh, for f- crying out. Why would you tell me uh, that you've not got... Why would you tell me about a film that you've not got? Flipping. And then to join... I'm glad Blockbusters... Have they gone bust? Uh, sure. I'm glad they've gone bust. Because joining Blockbusters, it, it was the hardest to test ever. You had to do, like, an exam... Well, they're not going to... They have about six different... Um, I said, look, I just want to ra- rent your crappy films. They're not going to give those DVDs to anyone. Them is expensive. This is when it was VHSs, right? Yeah. And you had to go in with, like, three forms of ID. Oh, flip it. I'm renting, mate. I'm renting. I've not got three forms. I just want to... I just want to flip and take out Wayne's World. Dream Buster's more like. Speaking of your dreams... Yeah, go on. Here's a good one. Yeah. This is one that's come true. Fire up the cassette deck and clear the 16 kilobytes of RAM. The ZX Spectrum is returning to a TV screen near you. Beautiful. We know this. We're going to go and see one maybe this week. Can I have a go? I'm busy this week. Will you let me have a go, though? Well, you can watch me have a go. Well, I've played with boys before. I know you have. And uh, And they just accused me of button bashing and won't let me have a go. You've still got two kids out of it, so... I won. You obviously did let them have a go. The archetypal 1980s computer makes a comeback this month as a modern recreation dispatched to a thousand nostalgic 40-somethings. Oh. When's it being sent? Because I'm one of those thousand. I'm one of those thousand. The ZX Vega being built right here in Luton, guys. Well, not built here. Being masterminded here in Luton. Let's get it right. Ed Miliband, who outed himself last month as an avid teenage fan of the game um, Manic Miner. Well, um, uh, thanks so much for that question. That's not bad. You're getting there. Well, um, I'd like to see... um, Sorry, what was your name? 
Catherine. Catherine, thank you so much for that question. Um, but yes, when I was a teenager, uh, I, I was a great fan of. I was often seen. I was often seen playing with my jet set Willie. That is not a bad impression, guys. Anyway, that guy is among many of his generation who spent their teenage years addicted to Britain's first mass market home computer. Yeah. So, yeah, you can do that. But, I mean, can you spend ages copying out of a really fat book? <laughs> no, thank... A game which, when you get down to it, isn't that good. Thank the Lord. I'm, we're, getting, we're big fans of the ZX Vega here, and I've, I've paid top dollar for it. I'm not getting a freebie. Uh, we love it. It's a local industry, which makes it excellent, but even better than that, it's the Sinclair ZX Vega. And when I get mine, boy, oh, boy, you won't see me for dust. One of the best things about the Sinclair ZX Spectrum is its father, Clive Sinclair. Do you want some stats on Sinclair? I've been round his house, mate, but yeah, carry on. Have you? Yeah, I've been round his house. I have, actually. Was he in? Or were you breaking... Yeah, he was in. He was in. I went round and interviewed him about it. Clive Sinclair founded his own company in 1961 and launched the first Pocket TV in 1966. Yep. He became known as the inventor of the Pocket Calculator for his 1972 model, the smallest on the market. Probably still massive. He got really stroppy when people started writing games for the Spectrum. He said, no, 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 don't want games. It's a business machine. It's a business machine. Yeah. Then was going, well, actually, Clive, he wasn't Sir then. Clive, it, we might make some money. No, 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 I'm, I'm a C5, C5. Uh, and then he saw that people were making games. He went, yes, this is a great games machine. <laughs> the ZX Spectrum launched in 82 was Britain's best-selling PC. Sinclair is best known for the C5, a disastrous electric trike. Design classic, though, surely. Have you ever have you ever ridden a C5? I've sat in one, it's never moved. Yeah, I've I've been in I've I've pedalled one, and it's it's. You don't want to be in traffic in one, do you? Enough hard work. <laughs> he later introduced <laughs> the electric Zyke bike. Oh He's, yeah. And in 2012, uh, 2010, the X1, a modern version of the C5. Yeah. Also in 2010, he married a former lap dancer, 36 yeah. years his junior. Good for him. He's a nice fella. He's a little bit grumpy, if I'm completely honest. He's a bit miserable, um, but he's you know. Allowed, you're entitled. Uh, well, speaking of the retro, uh, sales of record players. This is you and me. We've started this. <laughs> we have. We've, we'll, play, we'll play a record in a minute, actually. All the music, by the way, this morning from records, apart from uh, the, the, the uh, um, high school musical. Sales of record players have undergone a resurgence alongside the growth in music on vinyl. John Lewis said sales of turntables are up 240% since the turn of the year. It is us. A spokesman for the department store said it seems the trend to vinyl is spreading well beyond the hipster hangouts of Hackney. And The problem is, if you buy new records, it's pointless, because they're just mixed from WAV files. They're just CDs burnt onto records. You're getting a CD quality. If you're going to go for your, for your old records, then you're going to get some real quality. Like this, Donovan and Sunshine Superman. Sunshine Superman. Through my window today, could have tripped out easy, but I've I changed my way. It'll take time, I know it, but in a while, you're gonna be mine, and I know it. We're doing it in style, cause I'll make.
So when um, uh, Ed Miliband was being interviewed by Russell Brand, he was dropping his T's. It was real, oh, oh, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that. Uh, and so he dropped his T's. So well, he they was, all do that. He was, hang on, I'm doing a joke. Oh, go on. He dropped his T's. Uh, so he was just a wah. Was that your chair? That, he dropped his yeah, okay. T's. You get it? Mm. You get it? Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, it's a little bit of political satire. It's a little bit of humour. It's funnier. I tell you what's rubbish. Is that your chair? I, no, I that don't was know. your chair, wasn't it? Dead ringers. Have you heard that? Mm. On Radio Four, yeah. right? It's the impression show. They're rubbish. They're, the Nigel Farage is good, right? I'm Nigel Farage. No, no, no. Let me speak. That's funny, but the rest of it is awful. The impressions are awful. The Ed Miliband's quite good and I'm kind of basing my Ed Miliband on their Ed Miliband. But Ed Miliband is an extreme Thank voice. You, a lot of the voices are just kind of like posh lads, aren't they? Well, the David Cameron sounds like the comedian Jeremy Hardy. Right. And the sketches are just, they're just rubbish. And they have to, it's like the Now Show. The Now Show, to indicate the end of a sketch, they have to go, and thank you! <laughs> and that means, applause now, please. Yeah. Makes me want to puke. I'm going to play another song just because I, I didn't realise I'd stolen this. And I love this. This is great. Go on, what is it? Oh, that. Who's this? Oh, um, really? Hang on. Is Stevie? I work on the front line. I work to survive. And I sleep in a fever. Just makes me weep when I try how I 
first modern bands that I kind of got into because uh, up until then I was into the monkeys and the goodies <laughs> I used to love uh, what was the goodies big hit they had a few hits um, the funky, funky gibbon. gibbon funky gibbon that was it of course and I used to uh, I remember writing down all the lyrics to the funky gibbon I don't know what it says about me but I remember more about them than I do about the Thompson twins yeah uh, well Katya. Good morning. What are you, we're asking, Good morning, Katya. Okay. Hello. We're asking for your memories of the Thompson twins, Katya. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hear them. I, I don't. We don't have them in Belgium. Yes, you do, mate. Yes, you do. Who did you have? I don't. Who Thompson twins? Yeah. yeah. Actually, the Thompson twins were Belgian. They were in Tintin. Really? No. Yeah. What were the twins called in Tintin in in French? No, listen to this, you know this, listen no, to this, no, Katya. Serious. Listen, sh- sh- here we go. Le, le, hang, on, hang on, hang on. You know this song, don't you, Katya? Dupont, Dupont. Dupont, Dupont. Listen, sh- Dupont. listen to this song, you know this. 
Here we go, you ready? You're going to sing along with me, Katia? Yeah. Here we go. Wait till we get to the chorus, I don't know this bit. You know this one, Catherine. It's just hold me now. No, mate, it's not hold me now. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, dance with me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, that's... Oh, Doctor, Doctor. Yeah. Or not? Yeah. You ready, Katia? Here we go. Here we go. Big up yourself. Here we go. Here we go now. Doctor, doctor, can't you see I'm burning, burning? Oh, doctor, doctor, is this love I'm feeling? No. Sorry, I've, no. m- I've missed a lot of pop culture. Yeah, because so. you listen to rubbish, mate. <laughs> I know. I, listen, I've had a eureka moment. Uh, oh, gosh, well, I think you can get... Um, do you need to be catheterised? OK. A bit yeah. of yoghurt, I think. OK, you can, you can definitely get a cream for that, <laughs> Katia. Honestly, and I know it's embarrassing. Listen, when I go in and buy my soul, that's how it's pronounced, <laughs> I say it loud and proud, no longer will you catch me <laughs> loitering by the pharmacy department of Boots, waiting for it to be clear and for it to be a young person. I go in and say, loud and proud, my name is Ian Lee. I have a sore bum. I want some soul to apply on it. Well, anyway... So don't be embarrassed, Katia. It's just bodies. It's just bodies, they've seen it and hurt... Well, they've not seen it. I don't show it to them it's anymore. It's just skin, Katia. It's just skin. It's just bulbous, <laughs> um, horrible, dirty, shameful skin. That's th- all it is. I think a lot more people than you'd realise have had a eureka moment and sat on it. <laughs> and what? And boy, oh boy, you don't want to sit on it unless you've got a rubber ring. So, Katia, my suggestion is to no. you, and please take this on board with yes. the way it's... The, with the, the spirit of um, um. Uh, love and generosity that it's meant with... I think Boots will be open on a bank holiday, Catherine. They will. And the good thing is that that Some that of the cream, independent chemists uh, may be shot. That cream's also great for your under-eye bags. So what you do, Katia, yeah. you get yourself into your, no. your local high street or your shopping mall. It's you cool. go to Boots. I suspect that some of the smaller independent chemists will be open. What's the other one with, that's got their own radio station? Oh, the chemi- yeah. He- he- uh, Heatherwoods, super Harwoods. Superdrug. Not Superdrug, no. Yeah, they've they probably got their have. own as well, yeah. Um, what's it called? Ha- ha- yeah, Kelly, what's the name of the chemists? Why? Hetherington's, Harwood's, the chemist. One second, Katia. We will do in a minute, my darling. I do promise. We just want to give this advice. You are not going to. You're correct. The independent (laughs) chemist, they've got their own radio station for crying out loud. Google it. it. Someone yeah. let me know. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Katya, you get you get in there. Yeah. It's kind of no. it begins with an H. Something it's with an H. Good. Just bear with us, Katya, please, my darling. This is very important. God, it's not oh just about you so now. Slow. Hang on. It's not just about you. It, it's it's to do with a lot of other people I listening. Feel... Sorry. No. No. It, it may not begin with an H. It could begin no, with a C. No, I don't think it does. It begins with an L. An uh, L. L. Um, Independent L. Ladbrokes Liddles. L. What is it? Oh, it's going to do my head in. The chemist chain. Anyway, in many ways, Katia, it's irrelevant. Try and find a chemist today. Get down there. You ask for a little bit of anusol or caniston, and they'll sort you out, Katia. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling, Katia. Is it HBS Pharmacy? No, it's not. Well, Katia, keep listening, and we'll let you know. Thank you for calling, Katia. Don't be embarrassed. Thank you. Bye-bye, Katia. Oh, no, hang on a minute. Oh, Katia, she's gone. How rude. Great call, though. Great great, Great call, Katia. Thank you.
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Parks and roundabout looking okay. No reported delays across the MTD5, A1M and the M1. Normal services now routine on London Midland and Virgin Trains West Coast. All the south of Selico, just around High Wycombe on Marlow Hill. Temporary lights just before Marlow Road until the end of the month. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Lloyd's. Lloyd's Pharmacy. I knew it was with an L. Lloyd's. You didn't say Lloyd's. Just right at the end I said Lloyd's. To whom? To you. I'm going oh. cli- to clip it. You're going to do what to it? Lloyd's. Beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. With the news and sport, I'm Louise Parry. Police in Dallas have killed two men who shot at a security officer outside a building that was hosting a competition for drawings of the Muslim prophet Muhammad. Police say the men drove up to the community centre in Texas and opened fire. Four people have been taken to hospital after glass was thrown outside a bar in Watford. It happened while supporters of Watford FC were celebrating the team's promotion at the walkabout bar on Saturday afternoon. Police say they believe one man threw drinks glasses, but it may not have been deliberate. The main political parties are returning to their key election themes today, with just three days of campaigning left. The Conservatives are expected to promise lower tax rates for millions of people. Labour will focus on what they see as the Tory threat to the NHS, while the Liberal Democrats will say millions of pounds in fines from Deutsche Bank would be spent on health services. And two military salutes will be fired in London today to celebrate the birth of a daughter to the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. England's cricketers have lost the third and final test against West Indies by five wickets in Barbados. It means the series finishes level at one all. The hosts chased down 192 after bowling England out for 123 in their second innings. In football, MK Dons have won automatic promotion to the Championship. Their 5-1 win over Yeovil and Preston's 1-0 defeat at Colchester sealed second place in League One. It's full time! It's full time at Colchester! It's all over! MK Dons are playing championship football next season. They deserve it for this season. They deserve it for the football they've played. And what a scene here inside Stadium MK. The fans go absolutely wild. More celebrations today as Watford mark their promotion to the Premier League with a ceremony in Cassiobrey Park this afternoon. The Hornets missed out on winning the championship title on Saturday after their one-all draw against Sheffield Wednesday. Nonetheless, Captain Troy Deeney says it's been a great season. Obviously the initial disappointment was like for five minutes, but then reflect on over the 46 games and yeah, we, we deserve to go up, but probably not to deserve to go up as champions. So it's... Um, it's been a good season either way. Either way, champions or that, we're going to have uh, Premier League football next year, so we've got to enjoy it. Jose Mourinho says winning the Premier League title for a third time is his reward for the risk he took in returning to Chelsea for a second spell in charge. Chelsea were crowned champions with three games to spare, following their win over Crystal Palace yesterday. Barton Rovers are away to Bedworth in the Southern Central Division playoff this final this afternoon. And thousands of runners will take part in the MK Marathon this morning. It starts at 10 o'clock and ends at Stadium MK. A half marathon and fun run will also take place. You can follow all the action live on BBC Three Counties Radio from 9. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Let me tell you a story.
A little bit of Billy Joel, and um, we had a few. We had a few complaints. A lot of people saying that we were rude to Katia. And good morning, Katia. Right. I would so like sorry. to. Uh, we would like. Well, Catherine, you apologise first. We had a few well, complaints there no, about it was, that. It, it, it was all done in fun, and we would never ever mean to put fun got, at a listener. Who... I got so much abuse on Twitter mm-hmm. at the weekend because of Katia, right? Because we were having a little bit of a private joke. Oh, right? I saw this. What was that all about? Well, she misspelt something, and um, right. I had. Have I got the cover for that? I know. She I know misspelt. What you're doing. I no, know no, what no. Honestly, honestly, she, I'm gonna. No, we're gonna finish this call properly. She misspelt something, and I corrected it. And this guy said, oh, that's the lowest form of wit. Stop picking on her. So he's jumping in someone else's conversation. No, that's and then I read his timeline. He picked um, He picked on somebody else for their spelling. Oh, glass houses. Glass houses. Hang on, I found this brilliant. Tijuana. Tijuana Beatles. Katia, yeah. have a listen to this. This is yesterday. Tijuana yeah. style. Oh. Let's up-tempo a bit. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Anyway. Listen to this Tijuana style. Here we go. So I don't know what this song is. If there's anything that you... Anything that you want... Fish and chips. If there's anything that you need... Pass the salt. Just call on me and I'll send it along with love from me to you. If there's anything that you want, if there's anything I can do, just give us a call and I'll send it along with love from me to you. Katya, I've got arms that long to hold you and keep you satisfied. Where's the Katya, jingle? Katya, I've got lips that long to kiss you and keep you by my side. If there's anything that you, oh, there's anything that you want, Katya. If there's anything I can do, I just call on me and we'll send it along with love from me to you. With love from that you want, let me. Yeah, it's all so true. 
is anything that you want today I'll give it right back to you If there's anything that you want If there's anything I can do Just call on me I'm gonna send it along With love from me to you If there's anything that you want If there's any more words Just send them to me And I will read them out With love from me to you With love from out to you Hang on a second, hang on a second Get a bit more Hello, hello, yes, that's it I know where you sleep there we go. Hang on. I know. Hang on. I know. What did she just say? Hang on. I know. I know. <laughs> Ready? Cows? Yeah. Last night I said these words to my girl. I know you never even tried, girl. Um, come on. Come on. Anything. Me to show the way, love. Why do I always have to say love? Come on, come on, come on, come on, please please me, oh yeah, like I please you. Start complaining, but they oh, there's always rain in my heart. I do all the pleasing with you, it's so hard to reason with you. Oh, yeah, why do you make me blue? Anyway, right side, <laughs> right side of the bed. This is where you sleep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she loves you, yeah, 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 and with a love like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you loved your love, well, I saw her yesterday, well, it's you she's thinking of, and she told me what to say, she says she loves you, and you know that can't be bad. She said she loves you, and you know you should be glad. She loves you, yeah. Anyway, Katya. 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 Oh, she's hung up. How rude. How rude. Kelly's got a text. I think. Kelly, have you got a have you got a little text for us? Oh, I do actually. Go on, mate. Happens. Go yeah, on, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's too much music and not enough chat this morning. Okay. OAP injured by electric bollard. Oh, nasty. Is that the kind of chat you want, guys? Because that's the kind of chat you're going to get. Chat back. Call us now. Chat back. <laughs> cost, the... cost charge 95 pence a minute. Chat back. Sexy chat back. <laughs> An elderly woman was injured when an electric... Oh, bollards! When an electric bollard suddenly emerged from the ground, Whoa. knocking her over. Gosh, how fast was that? They do come quite slowly, don't they? The bollards. Elizabeth Salter, 84. Elizabeth Salter started to falter when she walked down the street. Along came a bollard. I can't. Elizabeth Salter, 84, suffered injuries to... Oh, this is terrible. She's in Gloucester. I know these bollards. 
Mrs Salter's sister, Jenny Sutton, who was with her, said this is a safety issue, particularly for the elderly. The rising bollard could have caused serious injuries. It's just terrible. The council spokesman said... The bollards are fitted with a beeper designed to let pedestrians know when they are moving. We are talking to the manufacturer about whether this alert can stay on for longer. Well, it's very, very sad that that's happened. The right, well, the rise, the literal rise of the electric bollards. So gentlemen. we've got someone injured with a bollard, mm -hmm. someone falling off the toilet. Yep. And these people who, out of the goodness of their heart, yep. rented their home out to, to some people who were going to a wedding. What could go wrong? Hey, nothing. A couple who rented out their home for a weekend returned to find it wrecked after being used for a drug-fueled party by a hundred ice hockey fans. <laughs> Mark and Star King were paid four hundred and thirty-five pounds and told the house would be used by four relatives attending a wedding. Mark of Calgary, Canada, said they came home to forty thousand pounds worth of damage and rooms strewn with women's underwear. He added, "We feel violated, eh?" Bacony, got bacony? Gosh, that is cheeky. Well, what's even cheekier is, and I may have fallen for this scam. Oh, drop my pen. We're being flooded by fake £30 a jar super honey. Now, I, I've started buying Manuka honey for The Voice. I, oh, oh, well, I hesitated. Only, it's dead expensive, that. It's, well, exactly, because when I, you know my voice is my tool, and if my tool doesn't work, I don't work, and if I don't work, I don't get paid, and if I don't get paid, then I don't feed my children because I'm hungry. And he doesn't stop talking about his tool. So, um, and I do honey and lemon and ginger, mm -hmm. and then um, uh, Christian O'Connell said, get, you've got to get the Manuka stuff. So I've been splashing out dollar. I've been putting, laying down big dollar for the Manuka. It may not be the Manuka. Sweet, golden and said to possess health-giving properties, stars including Scarlett Johansson, they've missed my name off there, but and, and I'll say it, Ian Lee, swear by it. But more jars of Manuka honey, hailed by experts as a superfood, are being sold in the UK than are actually produced. What the heck? What? Fake Manuka. Fanuka. I used to go out with a girl called Fanuka. The honey is made by bees feeding on the manuka tree in New Zealand. So there's only one tree. And up to 3,000 tonnes is produced a year. Yet three times that much is sold as manuka around the world, says The Grocer magazine. Oh, dear. I've not had my subscription to The Grocer magazine for years. Ah. Authentic manuka contains methyl glyoxal. Oh. Said to have antibacterial qualities. That means it can be used to treat wounds and aid digestion. But in tests carried out on random selections of jars of Manuka, the Grocer magazine found varying levels of MGO, meaning customers could be being ripped off by bees. Gosh. Flipping bees coming over here, ripping me off with their fake honey. Their Fanuka. Kiwi bees. I had a Fanuka once and I had to get it frozen off. <gasps> it's an offer. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's actually going to be a very nice bank holiday Monday. Fine, dry with lovely sunny spells as well. Bit of cloud moving in as we head through the day, turning things hazy from time to time, but temperatures up to 18 Celsius. Now, towards this evening, the cloud increases from the south and with it, we'll see some heavy rain arrive. So becoming wet overnight and quite windy as well as we pick up a southwesterly breeze. Keeps things mild though, the minimum down to 10 Celsius in the countryside, probably 13 in towns and cities. So for tomorrow morning, it is quite grey, but we should see the cloud break up. We'll get some sunny spells. Also, the potential for some blustery showers as we're hanging on to that strong southwesterly breeze. The maximum temperature for Tuesday, 17 Celsius, and that's your forecast. 
Every year, BBC Music supports thousands of new musicians. BBC's like the station, and that's what you kind of need to get your music on. From the Young Brass Award to BBC Introducing. It was an opportunity to get my songs on the radio. It is, Mr Jake Bond! They gave me that opportunity, and without that, you know, there wouldn't be much. And from BBC Sound Of to the Young Musician of the Year. Nicola Benedetti. There's no question about the help that BBC Young Musician of the Year gave me. I'm grateful for it every day. BBC Music gives new musical talent the platform they deserve. It's an amazing feeling to be to be recognised, you know. Find out more about all of our schemes at bbc.co.uk slash music. I don't think you can call it the Young Brass Awards. I mean, it just feels highly inappropriate to me. What do you think, Morrissey? Morrissey? What? No. Oh.
bad news for fans of cats and pornography. Oh, dear. That covers everyone, doesn't the it? The web, the internet, is, um, is nearly full up. The web is facing a capacity crisis. We're not going to be able to look at cats and... Um, 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 selfies. Selfies and people getting up to all kinds of shenanigans. How am I going to live my life? I have to talk to people. Internet demand is expanding at such a rate, it, <laughs> it will use up Britain's entire power supply by 2035. We won't even make it till nine o'clock tonight. I love a good 24-hour um, clock it's a good joke. joke. That was one there. Kels, Kels, mate, I don't know if you heard this. I don't want to worry you. Internet demand mm. is expanding at such a rate, it will use up all of Britain's entire power supply by 2035. We won't even make it till nine o'clock tonight. Or 22. It's, uh, she doesn't know the 24 What's the joke? Okie dokie, that's... Um, it's okay. It's okay. Andrew Ellis, Professor of Optical Communication. God, they make up any old title, these, these chances. But Aston University, could they make up any old titles, these universities? Aston University says the rise of video streaming means optical fibres could reach their limit within eight years. Probably won't, though. But the internet isn't a thing, is it? Well, it is a thing. But it's not a thing. I mean, it's not, it's not tangible. Mm -hmm. It's, it, the internet is kind of like IS or Al-Qaeda. It's not tangible. It's not, a notion. Yeah, it's, it's a concept. And because we all believe in this concept... It exists. If we didn't believe in IS or the internet, they wouldn't exist. It's like ghosts and time travel. They only exist because we believe in them. If we all stop believing... It's like babies and Jesus and things like that. If we didn't believe in them, they wouldn't exist. What, babies? Well, babies. Well, babies, why? I don't look... I've ever got so sometimes they do sneak up on you. I stretch my point with a bit with the babies. He said yesterday, we can't get much more capacity and there have been signs of slowing since 2010. It's getting faster. This guy's an idiot. My internet is faster than 56k dial-up. Wow. Boasting. Um, telecoms already use up to three... I blame Busby. I think Busby's a crack addict now. Do you? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it didn't well, end well. Too much too young. The output of three... Uh, anyway, so... So that. So but it's that. Pro it'd probably be all right. It'll be all right. Do you know what they need to do to find out how to make the internet better? Google it. <laughs> Little jokesy there. Let me do it on Kels. See if she gets this one. Kels? Yes. You know what they need to do to find out how to make the internet work better? Google it. That's Jeeves. What is she talking about? Flipping it, man. Listen, I... Listen. Mm. I... Listen, I'm the gagster. Mate, you crossed the line there. Yeah, but that's because you make people gag. You... That's just a vicious rumour. And until that court case goes through, you can't say nothing about that, right? You whipped the humour rug from under my tootsies. <laughs> we'll do it again. OK. Hey, Kels. Hey. You know what they need to do to um, work out... You know what they need to do... To, I forgot the thing. You know what they need to do to find out how to make the internet work better? I don't know. What do they need to do to find out how to make the internet work Google better? Google it. Google it. Good one, Kel. Good, thanks. Oh, man, she's so funny. That was good, Kel. Right, Ian. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. There's your Morrissey. Not going to throw that, are you? Oh, yep. yep. You are going to throw it. Well, guys, I've had a... It's all bands. Really, we're all, we're all the best of friends here. And that was uh, a little uh, piece that we've been rehearsing and seen. A little piece we've been rehearsing over the bank holiday weekend. I hope you enjoyed it. We called it our bank holiday show. Uh, and I've got to say, guys, well done. Well done. We did it. We did it. 
I only forgot a bit of the script. <laughs> I forgot a bit of the script earlier on, and that was my fault. And I'm sorry I wasn't paying full attention to Even this bit is scripted. Is that your chair? Script? Mm-hmm. That was her line. Script? My line, yeah. Even me saying script is scripted. Yeah. That's how much work we put into this. So much. And today, uh, the, the part of Justin Dealey was played by a ghost. <laughs> Ev. Ev, if Ev need be. And scene. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the Ian Lee Bank Holiday Special on, starring... I think, a bit. I think we've missed a bit. We've nope. missed about five minutes. Don't worry about that. I, I chose to drop that bit because I wasn't in it. The okay. Ian Lee Bank Holiday Special um, starring... Starring Ian Lee. Yeah. With, with special guests, Catherine Boyle. Yeah. And Kelly Betts. Sorry, Kelly. Scotland says no, Kelly. And ending with special guest, Harry Belafonte. Hey, Matilda. Matilda, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela once again now. Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Five hundred dollars, friends I lost. Woman even sell me cat and horse. Hey, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, sing up the chorus. Matilda, sing a little louder. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela once again now. Matilda, run round the corner. Matilda, sing up the chorus. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Well, the money was to buy me house and land. Then she got a serious plan. Hey. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody. Matilda. Matilda. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Once again now. Matilda, run round the corner. Matilda. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Well, the money was just inside me bed Stuck up in a pillow beneath me head Don't you know? Matilda's give all me money Everybody Matilda 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 She make me money and run Venezuela What's he again now? Matilda Matilda Matilda, she 
Take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda. Sing a little softer. Matilda. 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 She take me money and run Venezuela. Do you have my respect, boss, yeah? Matilda. Good morning, sir. Matilda. Tight feet. Matilda. She take me money and run Venezuela. Guys. Guys. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. If you're using the M25, A1M and also the M25, looking good. Park Street Roundabout not looking too bad as well uh, this morning. A quick check towards public transport and currently uh, Thameslink, no service running now between Blackfriars and London Bridge due to engineering works, which is way past this bank holiday as well. Justin Peterson, BBC Three Counties Radio. Justin, thank you very much. Catherine, brilliant staff. Kelly, thank you. If you want to hear more of Kelly Betts, six o'clock tonight, BBC introducing the story thereof and you can hear some of the success stories Stories. They still won't accept my songs. I mean, what happened? That's it. That's your lot. Normal service resumes tomorrow at 6am. We'll get Dealey back. Stay tuned. Here comes Mike Naylor. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Louise Parry. The headlines. MK Dons promoted to the championship. Last push before the election and three injured as Watford fans celebrate. BBC Three Counties Radio. MK Dons have won automatic promotion to the championship. Their 5-1 win over Yeovil and Preston's 1-0 defeat at Colchester sealed second place in League One. Manager Carl Robinson was quite overwhelmed. It's surreal. I, I feel numb. I don't know. It's just... These are the days that I live me for the rest of my life and so will so will everyone who's here and this club means so much to me and for us to be back where we belong in ten years. We belong here. As the election campaign enters its final three days, the main political parties are returning to their key themes. David Cameron will promise tax cuts for 30 million people through raising the personal allowance and the threshold for the 40 pence rate. Labour will warn of further NHS reorganisation under the Conservatives after highlighting what they say is a secret report paving the way for more privatisation. Meanwhile, the Liberal Democrats say they would use fines levied on banks to buy new equipment for hospitals. Two armed men have been shot dead in Texas after they fired at a security officer at a controversial event featuring cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. The organisers, a conservative political group highly critical of Islam, had offered a $10,000 prize for the winning cartoon. One of the organisers, Pamela Geller, defended the competition. This incident shows how very much needed our event really was. Freedom of speech is under violent assault here in our country. The question now before us is, will we stand and defend it or bow to violence, thuggery and savagery? 
Three people have been hospitalised after drinks glasses were thrown outside a bar in Watford. It happened while supporters of Watford FC were celebrating the team's promotion at the walkabout bar on Saturday afternoon. Police believe the glasses may have been thrown by one man and are appealing for information. Meanwhile, the football club are celebrating their promotion to the Premiership with an open-topped bus parade today. Thousands of supporters are expected to attend this afternoon's party. Barry Caffrey reports. The Hornets confirmed promotion to the top flight a week ago, but have waited